The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhan Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! and just needs to get stumped out one more time than Miz, I'll tell you what, consider your challenge. Are you really sure that's a good idea? After the Miz ran through John Cena Monday night on Raw, it's almost like wasn't even there. So before you get your ahead of yourself and accept this challenge, me and my associate Austin Theory, we were backstage talking and we, actually you know what, this is way more fun if I bring him out to say it. How do you get egos this big in the same building? Who's 
Who's the referee that helped LA Knight beat The Miz? Oh, that's right, the greatest of all time, John Cena. The man that I beat. Yeah. And who's this? LA Knight, the mega star, who I've actually already beat as well. Yeah. And Grayson, let me ask you, at only 26 years old, already have became a two-time United States champion, Austin Theory. Yeah! And then LA Knight, you've, uh, you... Well, well, you've just been here. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you're here because soak all this in. Take in that 15 minutes of fame. Because when I'm done with you, The Miz ain't gonna waste his time. Who's this guy to my right? A mushmouth moron. Yeah. Who's this guy to the left? A cross-eyed halfwit. Yeah. But I tell you what, if you two crotch goblins want to come on up and get served, we can make that happen right now. Because TD Garden right here, TD Garden stands on Legend's Way. Legendary way, Austin Theory, at just 26 years old, you can get your keister kick tonight with everybody saying, Yeah! Oh, Stress isn't even a word, Oos. Last week, I was told by John Cena, the wrong Uso brother quit. On top of that, I was told by little brother Solo, you ain't out the bloodline unless we say you out the bloodline. OG, nobody told me anything about being out the bloodline, so guess what? I'm in. What we doing tonight? AJ, what's the strategy? First of all, Solo is not here to and, and, and the, the tribal chief is is not here, but 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 always but always represented and, and 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 technically right. If you're not out, then you're in. But there's in, and then there's in. I'm in. But but but, but, but you're not in until the tribal chief says you're in. And he, he he did offer you a house, and the car, and the and and and, and, and the yacht, and you, you know, I I I, I understand how. Listen. Yourself the favor. You handle AJ Styles' business tonight, and I'll handle Jimmy Uso business with the tribal chief. And before you know it, Jimmy, I'll bring this family back. Yeah, we the one. It's been stress, OG. I am. You know. Okay, it's true. I got you. Decide you want to tend with me. No! Ow! What do you think you are, huh? AJ, I, 
You got zero clout around here. So that AJ style business, huh, OG? Yeah. Call Roman Reigns. Like I said, Mysterio, you'd think he was wearing pinstripes tonight. Boston is raucous. And look who's wearing green tonight here in B-Town. Boston! It's final! Hey, uh, Butch. I couldn't hear because Doug was being booed so loud, but did he say that these guys are the most dominant group in WWE? Well, the Brawling Brutes are here, and we're looking to put on a banger in Beantown. And you look really proud, guys, standing there with your shiny new tag team titles. And you couldn't have picked a worse first opponent. Because you see, I've made a habit of breaking fellas like you. <laughs> It's uh, it's not me that you need to worry about. It's not me that you need to worry about. It's this fella. <laughs> Wait, Damien. Did you hear this? Did you hear this, Damien? Dom, did you hear this? Did you hear they want me to worry about this fella? They want me to worry about you? I don't care about you. No! Butch might have just snapped Finn's fingers. Priest being sent to the outside. The brawling brutes standing strong. Now that's what you get when you laugh at the brutes. It is fight night in Boston. The distraction by Grayson Waller and Austin Theory may capitalize here. That ain't right out just in time. Oh! Theory avoiding disaster. Oh! BFT! Knight for the cover and the victory! Here is your winner, LA Knight! Priest, catch it! South of heaven. And maybe one more for good measure on the brutes. And from the top, Coup de Grasse to the ribs of Rich Holland. And with that, a victory for the Judgment Day. No one but you know it is fishing that AJ Styles to put their hands on the linesman. And you shall handle this. After you tell me 
who's being traded to SmackDown from Raw? You can keep asking the same question over and over again, but you know as well as I do that those decisions come from the highest level. So if you heard on Monday from Miz, you heard tonight from me. Make the match. It's me, it's Miz. If he wants to get his chin checked one more time, he can do it. How about next week? I think we should do it next week. Yeah, then you can consider that official. Yeah. And we are. We've never been formally introduced. My name is Paul Heyman, and uh, I, I, I'm a huge admirer of your work. Yeah, see, you see what I did? It's catchy. I get it. These T-shirts and everybody says it. I, I love it. And, and, and let me help you out another way. Um, the next time the guy outside the door tells you that I'm in here doing business, do yourself a favor and knock first. Are we clear?
That's right, it is your show. Uh, and it is also the show shared with the man from the PWC, the man who is the PWC, the man who just should just change his name to the PWC, Jimmy T. How are you, Jimmy T? I am good, I think, man. I'm just not sure if I'm getting sick or not because my throat's a little funny, a little itchy, shall I say. But other than that, man, I am great. I'm happy to be back. 
And uh, yeah, let's talk some smack it down right here on the smack attack. Smack attack. Smack attack. Smack attack. Right? Is that how you yeah, say like that? Yeah, like the Yeah, smack attack. It's the smack attack. We're going. We're going straight Australian, mate. We're going fucking eight towns down under. Eight, eight towns down under. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to be fucking cactus after this. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> did you just say here we go? Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You're a character, bro. Oh, uh, bro. You uh, know. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we do not have Chris AMBS with us this morning. There's no AMBS this morning because shit in the morning, John. Right. Right. Yeah, I know. But um, because uh, from uh, from what he was saying, he has a he had a deep colonoscopy today, um, and so Whoa. he had to he had to blow he had to blow everything out, and because they're going real deep, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, he couldn't make it today because of that reason, and uh, but it wasn't by his doctor. He said so, which is weird. I don't know. Um, hey, Chris, you do you, man. You're a single young man with daughters, but you do your life. That's fine. Uh, we got your back, Chris. Whatever you decide to do, literally. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't literally have his back. Apparently, whoever's getting colonoscopy puzz from has his back, not me. Um, so, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, I hope you uh, are here today. Um, Lab Rap, good to see you this morning. Media M5 was the first commenter of the day um, here yeah. before the show even started commenting and, and going. And Lab Rap is here, um, gentlemen. Good to see you this morning, as always. And so, uh, you know, let's 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 have some chats. Let's talk a little bit. Let's do our customary bullshit before we get started with the bullshit uh, in the morning. And uh, so, Jimmy. Uh, Hey, I wanted to, I want to talk to you about this because you know it's interesting. I don't know if you listen, you know, sometimes to the A Show or anything along those lines, but you know they brought up the idea of the fires in Maui, which, by the way, uh, they've shown that the there's the missing people are now down to thirty eight um, for that they, they found. Uh, it was at three thousand at one point, and then it was at you know something like three something, and now they've worked it down to about thirty eight. Um, but you know, and I, this is something I hadn't seen or heard, but when I went looked looked at it, I found it very interesting. They were talking about how structures that had blue paint on them did not burn. Um, how they were, it was just like you know, it felt like stuff around it was burnt and everything like that. But it, it was more about the idea of when April said this, like at this point, right? Because people are talking conspiracy theory, it's a, a you know laser or you know stuff like that. But. With the whole talk of, hey, we're going to have more lockdowns here in the States or, you know, we're going to wear masks again and and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Good luck with that here in Texas. Fuck that. That's going to be like, (laughs) hey, we're going to take your guns and you want to wear masks. And everybody checks and be like, (laughs) fuck that. But, you know, but here's the thing. I guess my question is, and I think the real thing I I wanted to take away from this was the idea of at this point, right, because some of the stuff with COVID and everything has been proven kind of bullshit or whatever. Which they were saying, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory. At, at what point do you go? That is complete and utter bullshit as a conspiracy theory. Or at some point do you go? You know what? I've got to take some of what's being said here. That sounds kind of bullshitty. There's got to be a little bit of truth in it because things have been proven to be true. So for you, Jimmy, like when you hear something that sounds a little conspiracy theory and bullshit, you give any credence to it whatsoever, or are you one of those people that'll be like? You know what? I might take a look and see just because. Well, it depends what you mean by conspiracy. Now, are we talking about COVID being a conspiracy or just 
in general with the lockdowns and all that? I just think in general, like when you hear just like, you know, like, okay, so like with Maui, the blue structures, like you can yeah. go see pictures of uh, things that had like blue roofs or, you know, umbrellas or whatever, and they're not burnt when everything else is burnt around, which, you know, is interesting to say the least. Could there be coincidence? Yes. I, I mean, that, you know, fires are weird. Fires are like hurricanes or tornadoes. You never know what's going to hit, right? Um, but that idea of, okay, there's a, a kernel of truth to that. But, like, when you just hear something and it's like, you're, it's, it's trying to explain an unexplainable, and it goes, oh, man, like, that sounds kind of fishy. You know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, at oh, what no, point? Totally. I'm into all that stuff. So, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, like, at what point do you go, you know what, this is bullshit, or, you know what, I better, I, I might lend a little credence to this, like, for you in general, you know? Like, so, okay, with the fires in Maui, and then we have Oprah and The Rock who are like, hey, why don't you give some money uh, for us, uh, which was a bad precedent, and then, and boy, they got shit on so hard. And then As they're, they should. And, and they're the ones who are buying up all this land in Hawaii and, and keeping people from, you know, being able to handle and live and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, Todd is being the comic king is here and then he's got to go. Um, Again? Yeah. So this to me on my show earlier. He's uh, like, I'm here and now I've got to go. Yeah. It says, Hellballs, most guys got a, some stuff to do. Have a great day. Enjoy Collision tonight featuring the new face of Collision, Leatherface. Yay. <laughs> uh, Lone Wolf is in the here in the morning, by the way, too. the go-away fucking king in a minute. Right. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, and Lab Rat says, so how much land is Oprah gaining after this? Her past uh, uh, guess of pattern shows, goes, I mean, I think he meant to say, her past shows a pattern of how she got all of her land cheek. And I mean, we see that, like, with especially with, in Hawaii, that she's, she, she has a bunch of land, hired private, you know, security to keep people off, hired you know, um, a private fire department to keep her land safe. You know, things along those lines that are being done and then has the audacity to go, hey, why don't you give money so that we can, you know, make make things happen. You know, I, I just, I, I, it goes to, to the, okay, who benefits from this fire? Who gains all this kind of stuff? You know, it's hard to not want to go down that road. Yeah, I don't know. I'll give you an example. Okay. All right. Um, here, here in Australia, for example, during the summers, as you know, it gets hot down here. Right. right? We suffer from some of the worst bushfires in the world, generally every year. And ironically, mm -hmm. Greece is going through it right now. Mm -hmm. Greece is going through it really bad, and now they're getting floods. So after all that, all the fires now they're flooding. So I will say this: I have seen evidence, which is a bit weird, including here in Australia, including in Greece. I've seen videos. Where, I'm not going to lie, it kind of looked like Laser Man of some sort. Mm. It really did, dude. Now, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert, dude. I don't know what to think, but it damn sure looked like a laser fucking weapon of some sort. Now, mm. I don't know if the video is fake. The videos didn't look fake. I haven't seen it in person, for example. But as far as the conspiracy theories, who does it gain? Well, the government's gain. That means more money, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then again, they're spending a lot of money. Now, another thing with the COVID and all the lockdown talks, is especially, right? That's coming up mm -hmm. again. Never in my wildest dreams. Now, yeah, man, I'm into all that New World Order shit, Illuminati, all that bullshit, right? But you never sort of, you, you might not, you might believe it to an extent, but at the same time, 
in the back of your head, you think, eh, but it'll never happen to me. You'll never experience anything like that, right? right. Well, I can tell you one thing, dude. I experienced uh, pretty much like a New World Order type of regime during the COVID lockdowns, the first ones. Mm. Dude, we weren't allowed to do shit. We couldn't leave the house. It was literally how, it was almost like a, a dry run as a New World Order. Like, literally, dude. Like, I never thought in my wildest dreams I would experience that shit. And I'd laugh to myself. I'd be like, "Wow, I can't believe this is this shit is actually happening right. in my own fucking backyard," which is the last place I would have expected. You know what I'm saying? So, I think there is some truth to it, right? But at the same time, you can't look at everything as a conspiracy either, man. Like, you know what I mean? If it's yeah. a laser weapon, look. The one thing we do know, if, for example, in your neck of the woods, not in Texas, but in the US, mm-hmm. there's harp, and I'm sure you've heard of harp before, right? Mm-mm. You never heard of Harp? Mm-mm. Wow. Well, Harp, which is, this place exists, and I think it's in Alaska, as a matter of fact. Harp is a place where they can manipulate weather. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a high-intensity, like, um, like radio wave or towers. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That I didn't know the legit, name of it. Yeah, they can no. do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing about that. So, and if you look into that, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not bullshit. It's legit. I mean, the yeah. government won't come out and say that, but it's there. It does exist. You know what I mean? It does happen. And if they really want to, they can, they can seed clouds. They can fucking make shit hotter if they have to. So I truly think there is something to all that bullshit. Why would you want to do that? I have no idea, man. I, I don't know if it's, if it's population control. I don't know if it's. I just I don't understand why that we have to go through all this bullshit. But I'll tell you now, there is more to all this shit. As far as the fires go, is it a coincidence that you know a lot of the places around the world, especially Hawaii, is hot weather too, right? No, you know, no, it's Hawaii, not, not no, in the summer. No, so Hawaii is close to the equator, so you can go there year it round. And it's, it, no, it's 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 like in the seventies year round. Like the way that the way it's situated, it's like one of the southernmost states in the United States. Actually, the southernmost oh, yeah. point of the United States is there, but it's in that zone where it's temperate all year long. You know, where it's not okay, too hot, not too cold. It doesn't That's get right. like a hundred right. degrees in Hawaii. You know, um, no. I mean, I've been a few times. I went in November and it was like in the seventies in November. You know, wow. and I mean, I've been in the summer and it was like in the eighties. You know, it wasn't too hot anytime i've been it's been nice you know like i went twice you know i, mean, I say anytime i've been cool. uh, next it's... time you do the hawaii run you know that's smack bang right in the middle between my neck of the woods oh and yeah. The US. Yeah, yeah yeah you might as yeah. well catch the extra plane ride come down to my neck of the woods it gets hotter here bro oh i know i know right it gets hotter there it's it's right. crazy but like i think I think the way it's situated, it's it's temperate year round. You know, like um, that's good. That's very yeah, good. yeah. It's it's great. Uh, um, uh, here, let me. I'm, I'm I'm looking up Hawaii's average temperature. Um, it's uh, 85 degrees um, during like what you would call the summer, and then 78 in the winter. So like you know, it's yeah, temp- beautiful temperate all year round. You know, I mean, it, it's not like here where you get 150 on summer and yeah, then Texas is negative 20 in the weird in the winter 
Right. Texas. Oh, actually, funny enough that you bring that up. Me and uh, your boy Lance Archer have actually had a, a little debate a few years ago about where is it hotter in my neck of mm. the woods or Texas. He was saying Texas is much hotter, and I'm like, dude, you haven't been down here yet. But he was on his way here. He was coming with New Japan at the time. It was only like a day away before he came, and I'm just like, dude, I'm telling you, it's so hot down here right now. Mm. You're gonna fry, right? Especially in the arena and whatnot. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, man, Texas is fucking way hotter, blah, blah, blah. And when he did come, it was fucking hot. But maybe not as hot as Texas. I don't know, but it's well, very we comparable. Have, we have a lot of humidity. I, I don't know if y'all have humidity. Oh, yeah, we do, bro. Bad. And, we I mean, it depends on what parts of Texas, too. Like, some, you know, it's a dry heat versus, like, if you go to West Texas, like, that's the crazy part about Texas, right? You've got the Gulf area down there by, like, Houston and all that, and it gets stupid muggy hot. Like, you know, uh, up here, we get a mixture of, like, the dry heat plus the humidity. So it's actually, like, kind of miserable in both senses of the word. Yeah, I fucking hate it, bro. You know, West Texas, it's just stupid hot and and all that. So, hey, by the way, uh, hey, Jerome, and uh, hey, Lone Wolf again, and Gammers, and Pierce. Pierce is a... Pierce. um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't count. Yeah. Yeah. He's... He's always not sleeping. He always tells me I'm never sleeping. But I know, yeah. Sleep. Yeah, fucker says I don't sleep. Uh, and he went. He says, I went to Hawaii in January years ago. It was like a Sydney summer, and I don't know what a Sydney summer is like. So um, Sydney can get fucking pretty hot, man. And when you say that, Pierce, how hot are we talking about when you're in Hawaii? Because as we both know, Sydney gets pretty hot during the summer, as does you know Melbourne, where I'm from. Yeah. But Sydney is the next uh, you know, city from Melbourne, basically. Yeah. yeah. But... So, um. He goes, just finished the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah. Shocker. I'm fucking with you, Pierce, man. I'm, no, we're not. I'm yeah. Well. <laughs> but as Wolf yeah. says, too, you know, there's so much fear-mongering in a lot of boogeymen around the corner. That's true. And, and that's fed by, you know, the news. You know, people have that going on. And by the way, if you're not listening to Pierce's podcast, then you're fucking right out your head because he's got some good shit going on there. I've uh, been listening this week. He was some good stuff. Absolutely. Um, good stuff. Hey, he said in the chat, hey, we go. talk, talk about American temperatures. That's what right. that's the, yeah. when you say 35, 36, that sounds like, you know, degrees Celsius. Take you're a talking guess. About winter. Take a guess. I have no fucking clue, man. I mean, take one uh, guess. 75. I don't know. No, I'm tired of that. 96. Fahrenheit. Not in January. That's pretty hot. You must have though. been in. You must have been in June, because like in Jan, in, in like in Hawaii, because I I went in November and the high was like seventy two on average in November. You know, which is you right. know the start of winter. We went. He claims. Look, they can have heat waves. I don't know. It's fucking. It depends on 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 the island you're at too. So like. Uh, the big island might have different temperatures uh, than uh, Oahu. So, like, when I was on the big island in, I think that, when I went then, that was August. And it was, like, maybe 80s in, and, um, and such like that. And so, uh, on Maui, the big island. And then we were in Oahu in November because it was the week of Thanksgiving for us. And we were there, and that was like maybe 72 because we did a lot of hiking and, and everything like that um so anyway uh and it says he goes no nah, i wish you hate me it was my honeymoon January. and it rained a little bit oh that's winter. that's winter in hawaii though isn't it yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like, like, it's not different seasons in hawaii compared to the mainland is it um it could be bro because it's sort of in the middle between like i said australia and the states 
it's closer to the states, but not by much. Right. Yeah, but like so there's a possibility still... that it could have elves. Where this actually, I'm gonna look that up. No, because we're above the equator still. It's still above the equator. Is it? Yeah. Are you Hawaii. sure? Yeah. All right, I, Hawaiian I, I, summer. I'll yeah. just see. It's it's yeah. They have the same seasons as us. So yeah, and I'm, I'm like assuming I said, that too. But it's in a temperate. It's in a, in the temperate zone near the equator, so it could they could have heat stretches where they they have that in the winter. So it's not a big well, deal. Well, the top the top of Australia is right on the equator too, and it's always hot all year round up there. Mm. So, so like literally, um, I'm just seeing. Yeah. Uh, what's hey, like what's up, Charles? Uh, you know, uh, uh, and and stop helping with football on Friday nights. Suck it. Um, and then yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> Lone Wolf. Uh, it has. It's this has been the third hottest summer in Texas. Um, 2011 was the the has been the hottest summer in Texas. August was 104.3 degrees average temperature. We are at 52 or 53 days over 100 degrees. Uh, 2011 was 70 something degrees over 100, where we had 100 percent, you know, over 100 degree days and going well into September. So this past week. This past week, we had three days over 100 in September already. Wow! So, um, so yeah, it was it was crazy. And then we were the this summer is the third most days over 100 for us in Texas. So I mean, it's been a hot summer. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not hot. I'm just saying it's like in the top three for hot summers. So I saw that the other day. So technically, summer's over, but we're still rolling into it as if it's summer. So. Well, it says here the climate of Hawaii Islands is formed. Blah, don't worry about that. Blah blah blah. Apparently, the summertime starts. Wait. Yeah, between March and April, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which is close to our summer. Like that's towards the end. Like in March, it's still hot down here. Well, that's right? but, it's, that's like, but it's the end of summer though. Well, that's like us though. You know, here in Texas, we know right. our our summers technically start and it starts getting hot April May. Like it starts getting okay. stupid hot. And and then yeah. and then um, it it won't stop until September October, you know. So we'll have like summer for us is longer than most periods of summer. So wow, actually, you're right. Between June, July, and August in Hawaii, the average like temperature no shit is twenty. Well, I'll say it in your in Fahrenheit, seventy nine degrees generally, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really get hotter than eighty one. Yeah, throughout those months. So yeah, you actually yeah. you're right. Yeah, but I mean it's. I mean, like I said, it doesn't mean they don't have heat waves and they don't have no, no, situations no. like that too. So every it's... month is is practically the same. Even in September, October, November, mm-hmm. it's roughly seventy one to seventy degrees, the average. Yeah, that's why. Like it's on the same near the same plane as San Diego, you know, which is always temperate every time. Yeah, for some reason that zone right there is always just. You know, but of course you pay for it for living in those areas. You know, that's, oh, that's the sure. crazy part, you know, Definitely. but, uh, you know, but like I said, we're, we're, we're fucking talking weather when we were originally talking about conspiracy theories and how much, how the hell did that happen? I know. I was thinking well, that too. I was going to say I think because I got thrown off by Piers' comment about Hawaii's <laughs> temperature and it being like 95 degrees or whatever. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> uh, in January. So, but, you know, but I guess, uh, you know, again, it goes back to the idea of like, what do you take credence in? How much do you look? I think the important thing is, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, Jimmy, is to do your research. 
You know, that's it. Look it up. Look it up. Don't. I'm not one of these people that will read an article and it's from you know CNN or whatever, and I'm gonna oh well that's true. And I'm not that kind of person that's gonna look at something that's on the fringe and go oh that's true. Um, (laughs) Look, Pierce, you're not wrong. Wrestling, (laughs) you're not wrong. I mean, I mean, look at my. (laughs) title today where's my back pay i want some back pay for this this shit i've had to watch this week are you kidding me um but you know it goes back to the idea of do your own research you know look up things look up what it is that you know interests you and if it's true or not you know i mean kind of like you know we had that conversation with chris a while back where i told him what my mom said about something and you know she got all indignant and it's like no do your research you know that's that's the whole point. She believes these kind of things sometimes. So your mom is into that stuff? If I said that to my no. parents, yeah, that no, would not. literally block your, your, your sick in the head. No, it's just more like she... Sh- my mom is, is more conservative, right, than she right. is liberal. And so she tends to like take things that are liberal with... Your, like that are anti-conservative... And she'll believe those more, like because it, it was about the sound of you know the sound of freedom, and you know that nobody's going to see this movie, that there are empty theaters and things are happening, and you know, uh, and then about the guy getting arrested who was a major backer, and da 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 da. And I'm like, mom, did you read the like? No, she's just taking the articles and um, you know, going, oh no, this is <laughs> you know, and she's not she's not doing any of the research, like she's going, oh yeah, this is real, like this guy was a major backer and he got arrested and. You know, and I'm, and, uh, and well, that's not real. And I'm like, Mom, did you not, did you read the article? First of all, he's not a major backer. He was one of the guys who gave, you know, whatever. And then, but second of all, it says he is, he was arrested for child kidnapping. I said, I deal with that all the time in my job because a parent. Do you? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sure. I, I have one. Well, I mean, technically, I can't, I'm not giving any names, so it's okay. But they, no, no, you know, there are, there are times where a parent, like I have a parent dealing with a custody issue with the with a kid right now because their dad they went to their dad's for the summer now the dad's not wanting to give the kid up and and let the kid come back and be involved and all that, that kind that of shit, stuff bro. and so it's a whole thing and they're having to but some parents will do that and take off and not say anything and then next thing you know it's considered kidnapping because there's you know when you have a divorce decree and you have custody issues you are supposed to meet those needs and then um that's the whole, you know, issue is now you're charged with that because it's, you didn't, or like, here's the other shitty part. One parent's being a real dick and then they charge the person with child kidnapping because they didn't, they brought the, they, you know, Hey, I, I'm going to be late. I need to bring the kid back tomorrow. We're stuck or whatever. And they go ahead and charge them with child kidnapping because they violated their custody. You know, wrong, because some bit, some parents yeah. are dicks and real cunts and, and they just, are fucking you know, dicks. You know, and you they, know, you know, dude, I've known. I'm not going to mention names because they're close friends of mine. But I'm going to tell you straight up and and shout outs to Pierce. You're spot on, by the way. He says, yeah, ethnic parents are buying that, and he's laughing. What do you mean? He's referring to me? Oh, you know when I said if I went and told my parents about um you know conspiracy theories and all that shit, they yeah. just shut me down. Like I'm sick in the head. And he's just replying to that, oh, okay. which is because my parents are off the boat, dude. They're born overseas, so gotcha. They they'd be like, "What are you talking about, Zimmy? You know, they got the accent and shit. Like, do you know what I'm saying? They speak predominantly Greek in my uh, house. In my says, parents' house, aren't? Is that supposed to be aren't? I have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to correct. Yeah, ethnic parents are buying that. Are you saying 
are they does he mean aren't, or aren't buying that yeah they i think aren't he means buying aren't that. buying that yeah. right exactly okay. spot on okay but um anyway uh back to what i was saying two close friend of, friends of mine you know they were a couple obviously um but when they broke up dude and they were together for years and they've got two kids it turned ugly dude and when i say ugly that will like literally you know what dhs is right no but i'm assuming it's like see for us that would be like department of homeland security oh well yeah for us it's not the same thing it's it's called department of uh oh my god it just left my head department of uh jesus someone tell me ps tell me what dhs stands for again I've health gone, i've gone blank I human don't think services human, human services? services human okay. service that's what it is okay. department of the of human services right and basically what dhs does if you for example if i saw a kid getting mishandled by someone that i know um i can call dhs and be like well this person over here you know is treating their kid like shit. they're taking drugs and whatever right and you know they'll come and grab that kid or, and take it away from the parents mm -hmm. so anyway when they were breaking up both of them were calling dhs on each other like it was turning ugly dude they were about to take the kids my friend my male friend not his ex missus he's got total custody of the kids now mm. and would not allow he doesn't want to know his ex and it's not fair because the kid me and his kid his son particularly i'm pretty close to him yeah like sometimes you know he'll be in my car you know just me and him and he's only fucking no shit dude he's only seven years old but he talks to me really deep sometimes where it, mm. it spins me out man i'm like this kid shouldn't be talking to me like this where he's like you know why can't i see my mom and i don't know what to say you know what i mean because unfortunately human beings are fucking selfish bro you know what i'm saying like if i had a kid right right now and just say me and D fucking broke up. I would not fucking do that to my kid, bro. Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't do that. That's not in me to do that. That's not fucking fair. You don't do that. Just because I've got a problem with their fucking mother, say. Who the fuck am I to dictate, you know, what the kid fucking, who the kid sees, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It shouldn't even go. It shouldn't even go there. If the kid wants to see his mother, man, by all means, mm -hmm. go and see that. But if the, look, if the, if the mother's a fucking loony bin, obviously it's a different story but the point is i know so many petty fucks out there petty cunts that will call dhs on each other just because they've got issues with each other bro i wouldn't even do that to my fucking worst enemy i don't you know what i mean if i hated someone oh, that thought doesn't cross my mind you know what i'm saying i just wouldn't do that and yeah. it really that's a fucking thing man it's fucking look like pierce says you don't want to get into those convos with people for real it's fucking true man you yeah. know what I mean? And and unfortunately, that shit happens down here. Now, I don't know what the equivalent is in the States, but I fucking hear this shit all the time. Even if it's a friend that used to be close, like we've got a mutual friend, just say, but you and him had a falling out, right? Right. But, you know, he knows you really well and he's butthurt, basically. So he's going to call DHS on you, even though you've done nothing wrong, but he's just going to say you did, right? You know, he was make up bullshit. Oh yeah, bring him in. This, this, you got to do it. Remember you. Oh yes, yes, yes. You're right. But you got to. Oh no, I have to use the link that you sent me. Technically. Yeah. All right. Give me a moment. Give me a moment, um, Pierce. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, yeah, you don't fucking. Like, who does that shit, man? That is the lowest shit you can. We do, see that man. all the time too. We call ours. So we have Department of Health and Human Services. And, yeah, it's exactly then, the same. That's exactly. And then what and then we have and that has a subdivision of it called 
CPS, Child Protective Services. And so, right. uh, you know, like, honestly, the sad part is, like, our, like if you're a CPS agent and you're having to do those things, do those things, they, one agent can have over 250 cases that they're having to deal with. So imagine, mm, right. imagine the amount of care that's actually taken in a lot of these cases. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's it, like the system is so bad, so broken and so overwhelmed. And, um, you know, yeah, like, I, look, I, I will say this, um, yeah, Jerome, I, I'll agree with you that good dads do get the screwed woman, over. Yeah, and, the woman always has the fucking advantage, and, and And they do. And, I mean, that's the sad part, you know. I mean, I was I was fortunate enough that my ex was like, hey, let's just do joint custody. We'll mutually divorce. And I, I didn't have to deal with all that. I, I had a little bit where we had to, like, lay down some law here, you know, a while back. But I can uh, understand your situation from what you've told me off the air. You know, you know? So I totally get it. So, but, there, I mean, I was incredibly fortunate that I didn't have to deal with some of the shit that some people have to deal with. But it was one of those things where I got a lawyer in case that was going to be the case that, man, they were going to fight for me and show that I was going to be the better of the two parents or at least keep her to keep... Like, it would have... like, And I could... Look, I could have been a complete dick when she decided to run off and go do her thing. And I could have said, no, you you can't do that. I could have enforced or I had the, you know, divorce custody change to show that she broke custody and that she yeah. doesn't get it, you know, like, da, da, da. I didn't do that because I'm not a dick. You know, exactly, I'm not trying bro. to keep my kid from, I'm trying to build a relationship with my kid. And, you know, it's not my job, even though she said, well, he said I could go. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're, you're a 40 year old woman and you're looking for permission from your then, you know, 14 year old son to go do whatever you want to do like yeah, no weird. your job is to be a parent you don't right. get to go do what you, you you stay here and you do your job as a parent and you live your life but you know i didn't do that because i'm not a dick jimmy i mean was i, I upset that. that she chose to do that of i mean you would i was i was sad and i was sad for him you know right. and, and that's and, my point you know but i didn't go about going well, you know, I'm going to call CPS on you and I'm going to, you know, da, da, da. and like if she didn't bring him back in time, I didn't go, you know, hey, oh, oh, look who it is. Now, oh, look, now oh, gotta, oh, look at these thug lifing too. Thug lifing, I know. <laughs> no, I've, got, I've got hay fever. Oh, I look like I've done 10 rounds with Tyson. So. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> you just wanted to look all fucking badass and cool because I'm Pierce. <laughs> I'm world famous Pierce Dawson, awesome. the truth, the dad, but God. Yeah, He's dude. in the building. What's up, my man? Not much, yeah. boys. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, we're getting <laughs> deep in, like, uh, into some real shit here on the uh, smack yeah. this week. Look, we talk, we talk real life and real shit. We were talking, we were talking conspiracy theories, and then it just kind of dumped into somehow. This. Yeah, because we were talking True. about how, like, at what point do you take something that you see and go, you know what? There, it sounds ridiculous, but. At this point, with all the shit that's happened, there's got to be a modicum of truth to it. So I guess that's where we started with this, and then we ended up talking about CPS. And and uh, I don't even know how it snowballed to that. It just <laughs> did, but yeah. <laughs> well, well, first then we got to talk about weather, and then now we're talking yeah. about CPS. So. But you know, you know what? It, get, it gets kind of weird. Like you were talking about, like relationships breaking down and people mm -hmm. using their kids mm -hmm. against each other, man. And you that's probably been... know, Pierce. 
why would I know, bro? Like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying you've probably heard the same shit that oh, I've, yeah, I've heard. Bro, for example. I, I've seen it. I've, I've, I've seen friends go through it. I've heard stories, bro. And it's like, man, you know, the only, like, you're hurting your kids, bro. Like, that's the ultimate people that are suffering through that because these people, like, they're trying to get back at their ex because, like, Oh, they just stop loving them, bro, or for whatever reason yeah. down there, and this bitterness, bro, just doesn't go away. They might go on and meet other people and have different partners, but deep down they still have this pure like upsetness, right? Resentment to this person, where it's like, man, just let your life be and put the best interest of your child because whether you like it or not, you're connected to that person for the rest of your life. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, dude, and and it does my head in pierce, bro. Because I've seen it with so many friends, man. How spiteful some you know idiots can be, and it, and it, it irks me, bro. Like I even tell my own friends, I'm like, why the fuck are you doing this, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you do that to your own kid? Clearly, that's selfish shit, bro. To me, yeah. it's selfish, man. You don't care about your kid. All you care about is your own bullshit. Just because you're fucking, you're feeling butthurt. You know what I mean? It, it's mm. not fair, man. You, you can't do that. I would never do that to my kid if I had one, man. I just wouldn't. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and that's the thing, bro. Like, there, there's certain things, like, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you know, like, you you do for your kids. You 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 have to always put their best interests at heart. And it's like you have to, you, man. When you become a parent, bro, life is not always life is not all about you anymore, bro. Exactly. Like it, it's not. It's all about that kid. And you know, when you become a parent, bro, you have two choices. You can go down the road of like filling this kid full of love, values, and good morals, or you can go the other route and put you know hate, vindictive behavior, and you know toxicity in this person's life and raise them that certain way and raise a toxic human being. Or you can give someone all the tools they need to be able to evaluate certain situations and get themselves through life, you know what I mean? And navigate through life in a proper way as a respectful human being in society. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, and here's the crazy part, right? And and here's, here's the other thing. And I think, Piers, this is important. You're going to be a parent until the day you die. You know, and that's the thing yeah. people, I think, don't recognize or, or realize. Like my dad, my mom and my dad, my dad's 74, my mom, uh, my dad's about to be 75 tomorrow. Uh, my mom is 67. They're still being a parent to me now, even though I'm 44 years old. But it's different. Mm -hmm. But they're still my parents, and they're still parenting. I'm, my son's about to be 18. He's gonna live his. He's gonna go out and he's gonna live life. I'm still gonna be his dad. I'm still gonna yeah. parent him. I'm never gonna not be a dad to my kid. You know. And I mean, it's sad that some parents. And so I don't know if Jimmy's ever told you, but like my job is I'm a youth advocate here in Texas. And so mm -hmm. my job is to help kids, you know, teens, sixth through twelfth graders. We help them make good choices because basically, I'm having to be a second parent because some of these kids' parents aren't parents in the beginning with. And like you hear stories about, yeah, my mom, uh, her new boyfriend. Wait, I thought she had a boyfriend last week. Yeah, but this is a new one, you know. And I mean, like, yeah. no. And I mean, I like, yeah, my brothers. Oh, okay, cool. Like you know, so we're oh no, this brother is from this dad, and then this this sister's from this dad. And then mm. this, you're like, so you're hearing some of these things that these kids are dealing with on a, on, on a weekly basis for me, twice a week. I hear what some of the stuff these kids are going through. And you just have to, like, it takes everything in my body not to want to walk up to the parent and smack him in the face and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, but, but, you know, what, but how many times in that situation, <clears throat> in that situation, 
are the parents just repeating history? Yeah. Like, did they grow up the same way where they've got like a sister to another dad, a brother to another, you know what I mean? So that, that to them, that's norm normality. Right. So they're yeah. just living, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's the kind of what they know. Right. Yeah. And then that's, and that's, that's, that's my goal is to break that generational habit that they've developed is, Hey, these are good resources. This is what a healthy relationship looks like. This is what it's like when you're in a successful dating relationship. This is what it's like when you just have good friends. You know, it's it's mm. it's those kind of life skills that you're you're trying to teach to to break those generational habits because obviously mom and dad aren't going to do that. And I mean, I loved that story you told. I, I don't. Remember, I think it was this weekend when I heard where you're talking about this guy wanted to fight you after a show or something like that. He was being a real prick and he, he was going to, he was like in front of his kids. You were like, are you, in are these your kids? And you want to like fight me right now? And it's just, yeah. it was, it was real. I, I love that story. Cause you're like, you told the promoter, Hey, look, this guy's going to fight. I'm just going to be chilling back here. Cause he wants to go out in the parking lot and fight in front of his kids. It's like, no, you were like, it's, it was sad that you had to be the better parent in that situation to, so that that dad, but that dad was just showing so much hate and showing that kid hate. So that who says that down the road that kid's not going to do the same thing, you know? But, but that situation that I, I found myself in, it's like I could have easily escalated that to mm -hmm. another level. But at the end of the day, I didn't get, like I didn't really give a shit enough to fight someone over like no. just saying get the fuck it. Like you know what I mean? Like don't. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean, bro? Like, at the end of the day, like, I was there to do a job. I, like, it's not my promote. Like, you know what I mean? You know the saying, not my pig, not my farm? Yeah. Like, it, like, bro, I'm not fighting. Like, no, that's just fucking ridiculous and stupid. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm a professional. I'm not a fucking, you know, going to go all thug life and, and do that sort <laughs> of stupid shit. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. Like, and like, and especially, bro, like, in, like, fuck, like, like in front of someone, like, the dude wanted to fight me in front of his kids, like, bro, yeah. come on, man, was like, he a bogan, fucking motherfucker yeah, that was doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah. why, bro. That's that's oh, fucking, bro. He was dropping the like, you know, like all the fucking shit to try to bait me. And oh yeah, like, it was uh, like you told that story, and I'm just kind of laughing, like. Like in a way, because it's like I could see you just like kind of just going, and then you said, "Are these your fucking kids? Like you want to <laughs> fight me in front of your fucking kids?" And I get like knowing your voice and hearing it, I'm going, "I like I can hear it." And you're almost the indignity in your voice. I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing right now, dude? Like, come on!" Like, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was. But I mean, I think it's just indicative of you know what people think manhood is and being a dad and being a parent versus what you displayed, which is you just, you actually displayed true manhood, being a father, being an example in that moment, you know, compared to what people think, you know, people like, Oh, that big boisterous, you know, tough guy. That's not, that's not manhood. That's not being a dad. That's not an example. What you did was actually the real thing. That was mm -hmm. being a dad. That was being an example. That was being a man. And being knowing that you like look, you probably could have kicked his ass. You probably could have beat the shit out of him real bad. Who, who knows? Who knows, bro? I could have yeah. got I could have got belted, bro, six ways to Sunday. And like what but in the same sense, like it, it, why? Yeah. Like it, like if, you know what I mean? Like, bro, if I'm like, why am I going to fight someone like over something so like stupid, bro? Like, and that's the thing where like 
I keep saying well like well like I'm sorry about that but no you're good that's the thing that so many people are prepared to get into a physical altercation with having no previous experience of being in a physical altercation before and have such bro do you know how like cardiovascular exerting it is to spar like yeah. oh honestly yeah. bro like your, your arms are burning by the end of a spa too bro and you know what if you're not someone who trains regularly go and just right. try and like hit a bag for two minutes non-stop oh yeah 100 percent. you're gonna be gas you're gonna be like Fuck. man Fuck. the first Fuck. time i ever did a sparring session in a boxing ring i was shocked at it and i've been in a, quite a few fights over you know in my time but never have i felt the way i felt after a sparring session in a boxing ring man my biceps especially for some reason were ready to fall off bro, bro i i trained with this one boxing coach bro and his name is um david birchall and he's a well-renowned like boxing coach bro i trained with him years ago and um like dude he was um costa zoo's training partner he trained with mike tyson like or, like he's a he's a very credible name bro i know exactly who you're talking about yeah. bro yeah and um like bro i remember like when i'd go and train with him like we'd all be hitting the bag and stuff like that and he'd go nah 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 he goes too much testosterone gloves off we're playing patty cake and he would just slow everything down and i'm like why that and i asked him i said why patty cake and he goes because as soon as like people put on gloves especially blokes they just uh, and technique doesn't matter it's right, just i want to hit it's really no hard you know what I mean? they're not even throwing yeah. punches properly you gotta like you know what i'm saying 100 fucking bro. hips and your legs bro you know, you know what i'm saying yeah, no, it's true man but like i saw him sparring like with people and i sparred with him as well and you see him he's just like hands are low he's just like that and i'm like coming in going yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get him i'm gonna get one over the coach you know what i mean and <laughs> yeah. it's like you know boosh, you know what I mean? and, it, and it's not like a hard one but just one to let you know like to keep you honest yeah like dude he had two guys in the ring sparring him at once and he's just like you know what i mean like <laughs> and it was the craziest thing to see because he just was like popping it off and he just you see him, he's just like just looks like, yeah. You know I mean, he's just sort of yeah. like a little bit just focused in. He's just like, bang, and then just like this quick explosiveness. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. And plus, it, it, you know, it teaches you discipline too, man. Instead I, I of think, just fucking raging, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the that's the other thing is you know, Piers, how you haven't trained in, in martial arts and other things, and I think it gives you that mindset too of you know. I, I really because every 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 person that I that I have interacted with that has done some kind of martial art or boxing or training, they're a more disciplined individual than a regular person. And so Absolutely. for them too, it becomes is this worth it? They 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 learn to evaluate situations a lot better, you know, whether yeah. it be a fight or just in general, like just in, in life. I don't think I was ever at the stage of being like, you know, I mean, like really that honed in on it. You know, right. I mean, the the point of like what you see fighters are like i did it for a while and i was like you know what i mean whatever but like i wasn't like that honed in i don't think and but like that's the thing where it's like th that fighter mentality bro like you know but these people who who have this thing where they want to have this physical altercation or so quick to get into one it's like you want to do that against someone you ha you have no idea who they are who you're fucking yeah. with like, right especially you know, nowadays dude 
like you don't know what the fuck is going on, bro. Right? Like that's that's the craziest shit. And it's like, but you're quick to try and like, yeah, fucking leave, get out and have a fight. And I'm like, ah, bro. Dude, yeah. You know what's worse? It's the young punks today, today's generation that fucking start trouble without thinking of the consequences, man. And now because everyone loves doing MMA these days, it's not even going to be a fist fight anymore. It's going to end up someone's getting choked out. If you don't know how to freaking put in a, a rear naked choke on these days, you're pretty much fucked. Just like no. the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, I think it's more like on the other opposite bro, side of it, bro. I said I think this generation's more pussified than anything else, man. They're yeah. quick to they'd rather go and cry about something man, on social media. Stabbings now, though, dude. I don't know if really? me, like in my neck of the woods, from what I see, man. Yeah, it's the young fucks, bro, that are causing a lot of fucking trouble, man. Like, and I mean stabbings, shootings. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, I don't know. That's what I see. I don't know. In Sydney, right now, you you guys are having fucking you know, Middle Eastern gang problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you know what's going on in Sydney right now, and the bike, yeah, you know, all the bikies as well. But um, yeah, man, like it's it's just you don't know who you're fighting against these days. Everyone just wants to rage. You know what I mean? And it's just not yeah. worth it anymore. How many king hits has there been, especially in Australia, dude? Yeah, man. And, but you know, like the the whole king hit thing is, dude. You know, like I always thought it was like it was like the they called it the random one punch attacks. It's the pussiest shit, bro. But it's like who randomly just goes up and knocks someone out? Like I don't like, think like that, right? Like, but you know what I mean like unless there's a, like a select few people that are just complete psychopaths, just roam the streets, just looking to crack someone for no reason. Like, there's got to be. You know what I mean? Like, there's no excuse to crack someone in the face on the street. Like, there's yeah. there's never an excuse. But like, the biggest there's got to there's got to be something that that has triggered that. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I think I think at the same time too, we're just seeing that now in general. It's just there's a general frustration, and people are taking it out in in the most unhealthy ways, and but, you know. But we, we even see like CM Punk, dude. Like we, we to put it back so, to wrestling terms, right? That's a you right like, there, bro. In a way. Like, bro, CM Punk. So like, what happens with him months ago? He goes and has a cry on the the, the media scrum bullshit gimmick that they do, and then they go back they go backstage. The young bucks and the elite approach him, and they have a thing. Young bucks, you know, CM Punk throws a punch. He's the first one to throw a punch. Roles reversed with him and Jack Perry. He's the first one to throw a punch. Like, right. dude, he, come on, man. Like, he's got some anger issues, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you're 40-something years of age, bro. Act your fucking age, lad. That's what I said, man. 44 yeah. fucking years old. And look, don't get me wrong. He's right in some ways, right? And it still goes he's back not to right, bro. You, bro. No, 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 no. He's not right about like laying finger on 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 your. You're, you know, you're, your a, you're a you're a professional, bro. You right, fucking right. show that respect. You know what I mean, you be a professional. Yeah. But I can understand his frustrations, also. You know what I mean in saying that. But Agreed. you know what? Since his MMA run, let's be honest, Pierce. I feel like people want to test him because he looked like shit in the UFC, for example, right? So I feel like people don't take him serious anymore, and they're just pushing and pushing and and pushing and they want to test him out you know what i mean but you know if reports are to be you know if they're true apparently he's been choking out motherfuckers and fucking motherfuckers up so 
I don't know what to think, but yeah, yeah bro, like, but look at who he's doing it to, bro. He's yeah, like doing it to someone That's like true. Jack Perry, who probably doesn't oh. even train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, bro. Nah. Like, you know I mean, him, him going and like he's what a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Him going yeah. and doing that to someone who doesn't grapple, bro, is kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say like, it's like know. going after a twelve-year-old. You, Jimmy, going after a twelve-year-old. Like, I think, honestly, yeah. I'll kick the yeah, fuck out like, of Jungle Boy straight up. Like, I'm it, being dead set. I truly think that. Bro, like, I think we said this last time. Like, re yeah, replace the year, like, 2023 with 1998. Replace CM Woo. Punk with Undertaker. How different does this go for fucking... Yeah, completely, you, bro. Yeah, That's 90210 completely. Jr. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. No, yeah, right. but... Spot on. But, I mean, at the, at the same time, too, I think it's an idea of... You know, I think we've lost this too. It's the idea punk wants respect. Hey, by the way, you have to give respect to earn respect. You know, the, you know, and, and to me, if someone's talking to you that way or behaving with you that way because of how you're treating them, that means that you're not giving them respect in turn. You know, and, yeah. and I mean, even if I'm not, look, like I said earlier, like there are many times I'm going to go slap a parent in the face because of the behavior that they're having with their sure. kid, but I'm a professional. And I understand I can't do that. Like I would have been in jail so many times between youth ministry and this one I do now of smacking a parent for being such a dumbass with their kid. But oh, I could only imagine with what you do, you know. And mm. but I don't do that because I understand I'm a professional and my goal is to help this kid, and that does nothing for me if I don't help this kid. So with the situation yeah. with CM Punk, I have no sympathy for him because it's like, how are you helping? If anything, you're making things worse. Your job is to help. You know, you're the veteran. You're the professional. This guy right. is obviously a young kid who doesn't know shit. Should know better, also, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know what? As well, Lead like by example. But you know what? Maybe CM Punk was baiting all this shit. Like, let's like maybe he's just like, fuck this place is so fucking bullshit. Like this, like bro, look yeah. at Tony Khan, bro. Look at him, this little fucking Mark running this yeah. fucking shit, bro. With the fucking Hi guys, like yeah. come on, give me a hug. Like get the fuck out of here, you little fucktard. Like who the fuck closes their eyes and smiles while hugging a fucking bloke. <laughs> Think about that for a moment, man. Bro, like, I can't be that high. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. If you I mean, that to like, me, I'd, I'd slap him like, Psh, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Yeah, but like, but that's the thing, man. You know, and someone like Punk, who, who's a fucking veteran, who's been around, who'd sit there and see someone like Tony, like, T Tony dressing up like fucking Orange <laughs> Cassidy and fucking hugging wrestlers. He'd be going, oh. come in, swing him. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's even better, man? Have you guys noticed when he tries to get close to the women? And the women always, like, they've got a wall. You can just see it, bro. Like, they, they back the fuck up a little bit, and then they just put their hands out like, no, nah, no, nah, I'd rather shake your hand, you know what I mean, instead of fucking getting hugged. So now you, he's learning his lesson. Hey, you he know doesn't what? try anymore. Yeah, see, Tony Khan would try and hug one of the women, and it would go to something yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Oh man, like, come on. Oh, John Cena! <laughs> Can you imagine Vince McMahon fucking meeting the guy? Like, hey, pal! You know what I mean? Vince no. Kennedy McMahon! <laughs> right? No. He'd be marking out, bro. Another billionaire who owns another major wrestling fucking, you know, promotion. I kid you not, I truly think Tony Khan would be like, hi, ah, ah, Vince. You know what I mean? Like, he'd put his hand out, like, Jesus Christ, you're, where's your dad? 
You know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. It'd be embarrassing, dude. Well, no, it, but no, that, that would never. This never gonna happen because look, this was because this was a story I wanted to bring up, but the, the good segue here. Um, so you know, the NFL season's getting ready to start. It started Thursday. And the NFL has a has a deal with WWE because they're gonna they're have oh, the belts right the championship yeah. belts, and the Jaguars has been pulled not because of WWE because of AEW because of, of, of Tony Khan and AEW and they pulled their shit off of there for that reason and I'm thinking like how 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 dumb are you. This is an opportunity for your fan base. Who gives a shit? Like WWE's branding isn't even on the belts. Like that's the whole bit. That yeah, like yeah, you don't true. see WWE on the belts. They're just a partner in helping get the belts made. But yet you're so far up your own shit in your own ass, and you think that your shit doesn't stink. That no, we can't have the Jaguars, which are a completely separate company, separate and and this is an opportunity to make money for us. We're going to be dumb enough to pull our product from this so that we can't have it. And then I think the deal was contingent on all 32 teams. So I don't know if you can actually get those belts now or not. That was the whole running bit of it. But, like, that's how much Tony Khan is in his own shit that he's jeopardizing his football team, which at at this point the dad's got to go, look, you're fucking costing me money for my NFL team, which we're fairly decent now. We've put in a whole lot yeah. of money and a whole yeah. lot of struggle for this, and now the you're costing me money. Well. Like the dad's gonna at some point gonna be like, okay, this is fucking enough. You've you're you're now starting to fuck with my shit. Like mm. yeah. Sean Conn is gonna have to say something because this is starting to affect his shit, which is in the NFL. You know. <laughs> Did you do you remember seeing the uh, the the exchange between Tony Khan and Randy Orton on Twitter like what? a while back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Why something. Did I miss like, this. So this was a while back. So I'll say right. uh, like let, let me search it because I want to like basically Tony like Randy Orton just fucking buries Tony on Twitter and uh, like. Yeah, like it is one of the most brutal uh, things that you'll ever see. Yeah, like whatever he yeah like it is like the one of the best fucking things um yeah people don't realize that tk used to be you know in the back at wb events a lot actually pre-aw yeah so like for example you can go to the nfl shop or wwe.com to go get these belts like how much are they by the way uh okay so like uh okay so there it's looking like about five Hundred and fifty dollars for a belt. Here, I, here, American? I'll share. Here, let me, yeah, here, let me share. I'm wow. gonna share the screen and I'll show you. Um, oh shit! So this is this is a <clears throat> this is on the NFL Shop website. All right. So like, if all you right. want, of course, the Dallas Cowgirls for some goddamn reason. Um, <laughs> but they're all five hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, I don't Ooh, care about that's you. That's expensive, man. Uh, but there, look at these belts though. Like, th- there's no de- look. They're not terrible. You know, but they're not, not great a, either. Well, because think about it. You're making a belt for an NFL team, right? right. You're taking a wrestling belt and making it for it. And you have to make it generic enough so that all you have to do is switch out the side plates and the logo, right? You're not trying to – because look at the, the form on these are pretty much yeah, the same. Look, it's a football in the middle of the belt, essentially. Right. You know what I mean? It's so you've got an football. oval shape. Some of them yeah, have a little yeah. bit of a peak on them. So the, the the belt styles are a little bit different, but the 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 design is pretty much the same, right? Yeah. 
just different colors and different straps. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and, the only and, thing. And the peaks, like John said, there's certain yeah. ones that have got a peaks at the top. And yeah, so yeah, so this is all yeah. your teams. And but like for example, you can come here to oh, let's go to WWE. Right. That, I mean, it's a partnership. It's the same belt. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. nothing TK can really do about it though, can he? No, he's pulled. They, they pulled him. So like there's you, no Jaguar belt right now. There's you no Jaguar. Buy. You cannot buy it because WWE is in partnership with the NFL. Oh, oh that's but, so, but that's WWE would have done that just to be cunty too. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Well, no, but that was the that was the bit. They they had the belt. They showed the design. You could get them, right. and then Tony Khan is the one who pulled the belt, not WWE. I knew that. I knew that. So, so I found you said they done it to be cunts, man. Straight up, hundred percent. They did the fuck with him. But listen, listen. I found the tweet. Tony Khan tweeted. Randy Orton said, "I thought you only tagged me in your post when you were uh, grasping for leverage." That article over a year old is about uh, baseless claims made about my dad years ago. That's the best you can do. Nothing. Meanwhile, in the time since that was written. You use the N word on Twitch. And Randy Orton responded, Hey, Jacksonville Dixie, why else would I tag you? If I wanted to talk business, I'd call your father. Oh, mm. oh yeah, I did. I remember that. I remember that tweet now that I think about it right. <laughs> well, it's yeah, true, yeah. man. Yeah. Why would you call that little peep squeak? Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Like he's just yeah. a fucking little bit. Yeah, and a petty one at that, too, man. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Labrat's correct here too. They're trying to go for like a, a wrestling belt mixed with a Super Bowl ring, right? Because the Super Bowl mm-hmm. rings kind of have that shape. And so this again, this is a partnership, and it's a NFL WWE thing. And so NFL's like, okay, cool, you can get these, you know, kind of things, and cool. And it, it just goes back to me of the idea of Tony Khan is not a businessman; he's a money mark. And Vince McMahon is a businessman who has money in a wrestling right. world. You know, that's the biggest difference between the two. You know, well, Tony Tony Khan will throw money at anything. Tony Khan's not even a money mark, bro, because even a money mark is going to want a return of investment. He's just a mark that, who's I, using yeah. daddy's money, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, he's just, he's so, he doesn't, like, Every time he's even on camera or talking, bro, he just he comes across like such a whiny little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like he just yeah. comes across like like even the Sunny Kiss thing when he was like, "Ah, oh, yes, well, we uh, had had to come to terms, and I think Sunny Kiss is a fantastic wrestler, and uh, uh, you know, and fuck up." Yeah, it's more like this. He's like, "Yeah, everybody." I had to get rid of him. I can't do it as good as fucking Chris does it. Chris does it really fucking good. But, you know, he's basically a fucking... He's got no balls to fire anyone. He just lets their contracts expire, first of all. Right? So he doesn't have to fucking fire him. And and you know what? There's been talent that's actually come out and said there's times where they've tried calling Tony, right? And he does not get back to him. He doesn't answer. Just doesn't want to deal with anything. So he's why doesn't he conversations? Yeah, bro, he is. Why can't he then hire a fucking heater, man? Like a John Laurinaitis, for example, a Johnny Ace, right? Someone that can do that shit for him, or a Bischoff, 
to Ted Turner, for example. Bring me in, Tony. He's a heater. Look, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. let, let's be honest. He's got that. He's got, you know, JR. He's got Art Anderson. He's got all these guys that, that they've had, and he's not using them. Like, it's yeah, it goes, they're probably at the stage of life in their 70s, bro. Old, that they yeah, don't want to fucking do that shit. Like, look, and you think they want to deal with these little young fools? I look, I, I guarantee you, JR would, because JR, like, just. Like it would be an opportunity for him to like, cause he look he. I don't know if you ever listened to his podcast. He talks about shit all the time of like, yeah, you know, like when he it. was talent relations and relations and you know things like that. So I I don't I don't think that it would be outside the realm of Jr. Supposedly, um, you know, Tony uh, Shivani is talent relations now too, but we know that that dude won't stand up to shit. Um, Abrat hits the nail on the head. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, come on, show. He just won't work. No backing on the boss, and he won't back them up. That's true. Yeah, for real. But he doesn't have to. That's that's why you hire a heater. No, yeah, do no, the no. fucking dirty work yeah, for if you. That, if that star then goes running up to Tony at a TV yeah. table and goes, Tony, Tony. Yeah. It's <laughs> like that. Well, and Jimmy, you probably don't understand this, but Pierce and I as well, where a kid will go tell mom. And mom will say no, and then they'll go tell dad, and dad will be like, yeah, why not? You know, not knowing that mom has said no, you know, and that's that, is that the shouldn't whole bit. matter. That should that should be irrelevant. This is not fucking daddy daycare. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, I, but I mean, bro, seriously, it's, 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 it's the wrestling business, Jimmy, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, like what wrestling business has been run like this fucking company, honestly, bro. The, yeah, what the only thing where, other than uh, indies, please wait, you know who WWE's heater is. Well, right now it'd be Nick Khan would be one of them, for example. He, uh, no, no, he is the heater, bro. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, and he, also Carano uh, as well. He's the he's the Carano. Yeah, bro, he's gone. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Wait, is he years gone? ago, bro? Yeah, Mark Carano's been gone for a while. Did he? Yeah, yeah bro, he, he got outed real shady shit too. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah, bro, for like Fuck. threatening his misses. What? Um, yeah, like he was the one behind, uh, like apparently really bad sexual advances towards some of the diva, the women. Wait, 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 wait. When did this? Why don't I remember this? This is like probably two years ago, bro. Yeah, because it was, no it was, shit. it was. I think he was the one also behind the was it the Mickey James trash bag? Yeah, situation. oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. You're that, right. All right. that came yeah. out at around that time, you know, and then okay, went in. Same, same in canon, I think it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Canon okay, I remember. Yeah. 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 But it, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it, that, but that's the other half of it, Jimmy, is, it, you know, that company's been built in a way to, like, hey, this is it. You know, we understand where Vince McMahon is. We don't fuck around and we don't play around. We have the hard conversations and tell you, you've got to go. I mean, think about all the people they furloughed during, during, you know, COVID. Yeah, you know, we have to have these conversations. They, and people were bitching on them about it and going, I can't believe you did that. And they had that hard conversation. You know, that's, we, how, that's how businesses run. That's and how I, businesses and, run. Right. Yeah. All businesses, not just fucking wrestling. Right. But, you know, for the most part, like Tony, I don't know. Tony's a numbers nerd, bro. Like, well, that's his job. That's literally his job. He's that, a yeah. Guy. Like, He's a statistics guy. Like, you know, he's now a CEO. He's now a wrestling booker. He's now, like, head of creative. He's now been – the fact he's won, like, booker of the year three years in a row, like, pops me every time I fucking read that shit. 
Because it's like, how much did he pay Meltzer to get that? Yeah. Oh, man. And you know what's even sadder? The fact that, like, and I spoke about this on Uncaged. Um, man, he, he has to be on Coke. Like, he's got to be. The way he books shit, I used to say bipolar booking, then I got heat for fucking saying that because people were getting offended. Even did I disappear? Did I just disappear, by the way? You, no, you, you paused, you, you, so I have no clue. It's whatever you said yeah, sounded yeah. brilliant, Fuck but. Fuck me, man. Anyway. No, no that's, 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 that's yeah, Steve's job, fucking, not mine. Now she's looking at me, but anyway. Uh, no, nah, look, Tony's just a bitch. He's, he, I mean, if the reports are true, you, if you remember last week on Collision, how apparently he came out to, well, not apparently, he did do this, this footage. He came out to the live fans in Chicago. He even took a chair with him and sat down trying to explain why he fired CM Punk and why his life was in danger. And he apparently, and if you hear the crowd, man, they're like, shut the fuck up. You're a bitch, Tony. Like, you're hearing that from all angles, man, like, <laughs> everywhere. And apparently he what walked out. What the situation? Yeah. Right. Well, he's trying to save face, man. At the end of the day, he did fire him right before All Out. And most of those fans, just to be honest, probably turned up for Punk anyway. But by the end of it, apparently he walks to the back and starts bawling his eyes out, man. Like really? Because he wants—he doesn't well, want to be the bad guy. That—that's the well, whole bit. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. He wants to be happy-go-lucky Tony Khan. Everybody loves him, and you know, hey, and you know, hey, you can't do that in this business. You can't have favorites. You can't like all of a sudden not talk to somebody and 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 treat somebody a certain way, and then go. You, if you're gonna run it like a business, run it like a business. If you're gonna be right. everybody's friend, be be consistent and be everybody's friend. You know, that, it, but, that, but that's the thing. It, it, wrestling isn't run like a business, bro. No, it, it, it it's not it's like carny, people. Bro. It's still people call it a business, bro, but it's really not. No, it's really not. And and the thing is, it's like that's why this sort of shit can happen, bro. Because name another business that someone can throw a punch and then get brought back into that company. No, no, no. You fight automatically, man. Yeah. Like well, the, the, EV, you lay the, fingers, right. the EVPs even being in a physical altercation. Gone. Bye. See ya. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Yeah, but if they didn't start the fight, if they didn't throw the uh, first No, punch, no, no. It doesn't matter. Like, that's not it, fair, though. I mean, you went on. in there with intent. Well, well. Yeah, yeah, your, EVP, I mean, your EVPs, you should have thought true. about it and you should have said, you know what? We need to call a meeting. Mm-hmm. We need to sit down. We don't need it to do it now. You know I mean, you're an EVP, you're an executive vice president. So you got to think logically in a business sense. Okay, emotions are high right now. We're not going to get the best resolution in going and dealing with this at this present moment. Well, when to be fair, was- though. Right, but the, you know what, though? It went in there with intent, bro. Straight the no, fuck no, up. No, you're right. You're right. But the reason why those guys were untouchable is because, let's be honest, without the elite per se, I think TK would be fucked because they do a lot of shit for the company in general, right? Whether it's good or bad. And I think he needs them. He, in his eyes, they're his friends. The problem is professional wrestlers are fucking sharks, man. You know what I mean? They don't give a fuck. Not all of them. Not all of them. If they see a money mark, they're going to... Not all of them. Yeah. But those ones that are not will get walked all over, bro. you got to play the the political game in in that business. 
it is what it is. You know what I mean? Don't get uh, me wrong, you get politics in every workforce, right? But in professional yeah. wrestling, it's part of the game. You know what I mean? It is, bro. And, and like, yeah, that's, that's where, that's I wanted to say. <clears throat> you know, I, I feel like the elite, Moxley, and, um, and Jack Perry are this generation's oh. the click. And <laughs> this generation Jesus Christ, bro. Uh, uh, look, I can't disagree with you. At least will kick the fuck out of you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the click would actually belt you. Whereas these fucking and I'm a Kenny Mark, bro. Straight up, long before his AEW thing. But I can understand how people. I am. I really am. Believe it or not, I actually am. Tr dude, trust me. I'm only going by <laughs> his talent, right? It doesn't matter what he is as a person. It's that doesn't concern me. Going by his talent, I loved his Japanese run, dude. Like, I really did. When he was in Japan, and I'm not talking about DDT, I'm talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? Right, right. Not, not wrestling. He was a fucking machine, pun intended, in Japan. Different dude. I know his promos aren't the bad, that bad. I mean, are bad, sorry, in AEW. But in Japan, he's different, dude. I can't explain it. You just got to see it for yourself and know what I'm talking about. I know John knows what I'm saying, but mm -hmm. the point oh, is... I Right. The point is, though, the Bucks are a fucking detriment. Kenny doesn't seem as guilty as the rest of him, in my opinion, because if you see, Punk actually follows Kenny and Kenny follows Punk. That's kind of interesting to me. You know what I mean? The fact that they would follow each other, because if they really hated each other, they wouldn't be following each other. He doesn't follow the Bucks. He doesn't follow Perry. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the ultimate social bitch slap, I don't follow yeah. you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't well, give a shit if you follow me or not. I mean, I follow you, Pierce, but you know, I like it's not one of those things like, oh my god, they don't follow each other. Oh my god, like, I know, but you know what? There's petty fucks out there that actually get upset about that. Like, how many people yeah. do you know, guys, that get taken off Facebook, for example, and be like, oh fuck this motherfucker now? I'm like, you know, it becomes a big deal over nothing. And don't get me wrong, I've been like that in the past. Now I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, why should I? Yeah. But it's like when people go like yeah. like I love when people do the attention seeking thing like going I'm going to do a Facebook book call and then they I just don't want, even do that. Oh shit, please bro. don't yeah. tell you'll me you'll never it's... see that. Yeah, like, bro, you never see that with me, bro. Like you'll I just never see me like, do that shit, right? Like, I call motherfuckers, bro. Like, bro, even like high school reunions and shit, bro. I get invited to going. Hey, Pierce, we're doing a 20 year high school reunion. <laughs> do you want to come? No, I didn't want to hang out with you back then. I don't want to hang out with you, <laughs> motherfucker. Like. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I've just gotten old and I've gotten even more crumpy and fucking cranky. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> right. right, yeah. And I didn't like you to That's begin funny. with, motherfucker. So don't even come from. That's like, yeah, they, they wanted to have uh, a reunion. Or no, no, my, my, my high school, which is in Louisiana, they're like, hey, we're going to be in Dallas. You should come. And I'm like, no, because it's in Dallas. That's an hour and a half away from me. And I don't want to go to another fucking bar because it's all you do when I don't drink. Can we have some brilliant. class and go somewhere that's <laughs> not a bar? Can we go to like a, a nice restaurant that maybe has a nice seating area or something like that? Let's stop going to fucking bars like we're in 18 again and we're in, we're, we just graduated. Ooh, we can have a beer. Let's go to a fucking <laughs> bar. Look, no. Um, I, no, I don't get And I mean, besides, y'all only liked me in high school when I started playing football and I could kick all your asses because I was a top-tier linebacker and I dropped all of you like a bunch of fucking pussies. And now you want to be my friend, but you know that that was. Let's not talk about from fourth to eighth grade when you made fun of me and you didn't think I had any value. But then I start playing football 
or American football, and all of a sudden I'm a linebacker and I can hit you real hard. And it was like, oh, hey, let's be friends. Hey, way to go, teammate. No, fuck you. Like, literally, I tell people, if you want to understand what high school was like for me, watch The Water Boy with Adam Sandler. That's literally a documentary of Louisiana life. Like, no shit. No, well, I like, thought you were going to say like a documentary of your life. I was like, well, so you and, well my life, <laughs> yes, because I had tackling fuel and I had like, I remembered all those people who were dicks to me and then I would look, literally take it out on the field because it was a legal way to get back at these people. You know, was, I mean, was Captain Insano mean to you as well? Uh, no, because I didn't. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't into wrestling at the time because I didn't, I didn't follow, because I was always playing sports. I was never home watching TV. So it was yeah. one of those things like, Wrestling, I, I was aware of wrestling in Hulk Hogan, but it was never one of those things that I knew anything really about, you know, until I got to college and then, you know, uh, man, seminary. No shit. If there was a high school reunion with my high school, man, most of them are in jail. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me, Jimmy, God. knowing you. Right, right, you know what? Hey, I, mean, I went like, to a school. If I showed you my school photo, guys, you understand. <laughs> I, I'm tempted. Should I share it? Actually, see if yeah, you guys yeah, can spot yeah. me. Let me share it. Now, but spot you know, the fucking wog, literally, piece, because that's all it is. But, but um, yeah, yeah, I'll show you guys. It's funny. I remember, like, as a teenager, I knew the wrestling was at work, right? Like, mm. I, I kind of, like, at that point. And uh, it was the attitude era. So I remember the point. I remember when, like, Austin, like, got fired and he came out and he put, like, the gun to Vince McMahon's head. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was going to shoot him the whole episode. Like, yeah. bro, I into that going like i think this motherfucker is actually going to shoot this guy fucking on tv like that's <coughs> and vince pissed himself bro that to me i had never been more invested in a fucking wrestling angle oh, that's funny. whereas i'm going like he's gonna like he's gonna bugs bunny this guy and he's gonna say bang when he pulls the trigger like like i mean <laughs> you know i'm going i don't know i've always been that guy like i have a i have a I've always had that, even though I have a degree in broadcasting, I've always had that mindset where I could see the patterns in movies or TV shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I watched The Usual Suspects first time, swear to God, never seen the show in my life. And 30 minutes in, I was like, so Kevin Spacey's Kaiser Soze? And my friend pulls me inside and goes, how how did you know that? Seriously, how the fuck, why did you, have you seen this movie before? And I'm like. I would would hate to watch a movie with you. Oh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I go. (laughs) I go, no, I've never seen this movie before, but I mean, it's pretty obvious. He goes, he had seen it before. He goes, like, how do do you know? I was like, well, it's just the the things aren't adding up. The the stories that he's telling aren't adding up, and it's to cover him, and it's the most logical choice that he's there. It's that idea of, you know, he's hiding in plain sight and that he's going to be the character at the end to reveal himself as being the mastermind. And he's there to watch everything because they never, you know, if he – he has somebody else to be this guy. He can control and manipulate everything as this other person. He's like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Like he goes, he, and oh, I go, yeah. that was just my mindset. Like I, I see story patterns and I see things and I go, oh, so this is what's going to happen. Like I see twists coming before, you know, the only time I think I've ever gotten caught by a twist that I was like, oh, I did not see that one coming. Um, uh, I did like in Night Shyamalan, I got that. Um, it was, oh, it was, I even saw, saw, I saw coming a mile away. Um, the first saw, I didn't watch any of them nah, after that. So it's obvious, dude. It's fucking, that obvious. was, that it's was so straight obvious. obvious. Uh, you like the rain man when it comes to like stories. And horror movies, but, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, well, horror movies are, I don't like them because they're so formulaic. You know, you, you have the antagonist 
who's going to be this and he's going to kill it. And then you're going to have one protagonist who's going to step out at the end. And it's going to be like, oh, okay. It's a, it's a basic story pattern that doesn't change. So, you know, it, Saw was interesting in the sense of it told a different story. And I was cool with that. You know, I was like, okay, this is an interesting story. I like the premise behind it, the idea. But, I mean, I figured it out. But still, it was it was really kind of cool. Um, what movie was it? I, look, I'll have to think about it. But what are you trying to add, Jimmy? What are you trying to show oh, yeah, me? Here? here we go. Here we go. Do you see okay. my high school picture over here? Can you make it bigger? I'll yeah, just... make it. That's what yeah, she said. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys can spot me. Yeah, this I can spot you right there. Right there, the Where guy at the end. You're right at the end. Between, yeah, uh, yeah. Nah, right at the end. Right at the end. On the left, third. right? Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Spot on. My, my right, my far right on the third yeah. row. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, to me, it's on my left, right? But am I next to a darkish dude and a white, real, a real white dude by any chance? Uh, you're next to two dark chicks. I think. Oh, is that no, a no, dude? No, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> you're funny. That's not me, bro. I'm in the I'm in the second last row up top. You know the taller the, the taller dudes. You know the shortest up from the bottom. And yeah. Then the tallest Are you way wearing red or white? Are you wearing red or I'm white? I'm wearing red. I'm wearing red. Oh, okay. So I was completely off. I thought you were. Like, I can't I just, see shit. I, I just saw like this. You were really? the first ethnic, and I went there. That's got to be him. Wow. Well, yeah. Look at it, everyone's a fucking ethnic in this fucking class. Uh, are you the one that looks except like, for maybe uh, a couple? All right. I'll tell you where I am. Look. I don't know if, if shit's back to front for you guys, but on the right side, do you see the comments by any chance? Yeah. yeah. So it's on your guys' right? Correct? Yeah. All right. Now look to the far left, second last row, third from the end. Oh, God. Look at that head, bro. <laughs> That's me there. <laughs> That's so, so is this where they told you that you could get your 77 virgins at this school, Jimmy? Oh, dude. I don't... <laughs> oh, well, look, man. No shit. Most of my class was Muslim, dude. No shit. Like most of it. It's some fucking. I oh, wouldn't put it this way. We had wars, bro, at my school. Oh well, yeah, exactly. You would relate because, especially in Sydney too. But my school yeah. was ninety. Oh well, sorry, but like my school was ninety percent no shit of like Lebanese people. Literally, or even the Iraqis, Afghanis. You know what I mean? So, so was you, that just because be of the relate. area you lived in, or like was yeah, it a school yeah, yeah, specific for? For, okay, because like, you know, I, like I don't know how Australia works. Because so, I mean, I I know about the lost generation. I know about some of the shit y'all done to like Aboriginals and yeah. There's and there's stuff one like Indigenous person in this in this group, which is on the right side. My my friend Michael, we used to. <laughs> he's gonna sound stupid. Pierce will laugh, but his nickname was Shifty, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Pierce would laugh, but he was cool with it. It didn't matter. Like it, it was all good, but. You know how kids are, man. Everyone's fucking weird, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? But no uh, shit. Every second person is a Lebanese dude in this in this crowd, pretty much. Mm. From the girls to the guys. And I've always wondered, like, if I... if Imagine after 2001, right? After September 11. This is 1999, for example, right? Um, Jesus Christ, imagine, you're a child. Fuck. Talking about I'm a, who, me, back then? Yeah. Like, was that your senior year of, of high school? Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, senior year in high school. And yeah, back in 1999, okay. it was a long fucking time ago. But yeah, I, I was, stopped Yeah, because I graduated in 97. So, okay. Wow. I would have graduated in 2000. I actually got expelled. Oh, you're the same age as me. Yeah. You're the same age as me. Are you 40? Yeah, I'm 41. Yeah, yeah I'm 44. Wait, when did you turn 41? Wow, oh, you're this the year. oldest. When did you turn... 
this what, year. What month? May. Okay, I turned 41 in October, so it's coming uh, up for me, man. I hate it. I'm dreading it, man. I'm dreading mm. the fact that we're in our 40s, man. All of us, I hate it, bro. Bro, you it's know what's up. crazy? It's like, you know, like my 20s is like when I talk to like people, like, like when I'm doing on at wrestling shows and shit like that and I'm talking to people and then we're like, or like I'm interviewing wrestlers and then they're like, yeah, my first introduction of wrestling is like Nexus. Or like you know, <laughs> what? WrestleMania thirty-five. Like that was my first moment into wrestling. No shit. Oh my god. Like, yes. Sometimes I really like old school stuff, and I'll go watch like you know, um, John Cena versus Randy Orton oh. two thousand one. Oh my god. And then I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh well, God. you know what's funny, man. Do you, do you want to know the truth? And you guys are gonna think I'm the biggest fucking mark for myself, even right? But yeah. Pierce maybe can relate to this, right? I truly thought at one stage I was way ahead of any wrestling fan in Australia in terms of knowledge in wrestling. Because most of the fans and that I'll come across. And then I met you, right? So you're the exception. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like that you know your uh, shit. That's what I mean, right? But it's pretty rare in my eyes. I mean, I know a lot of wrestling fans, right? But they're they're not like on I don't want to say on our level. Right, but they're just not. Where's it? I know it sounds ridiculous, but hear Lock. me out. Right, in I can hear D system, laughing in the background. Yeah, no, she's laughing because she's rolling her eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the first. Oh time. my god, how does your sound? This is not the first time I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 she's blowing <laughs> your spot already, bro. Yeah, Pierce. I love, look, I, I want to say this real quick. I love, I love how, how you Aust- said that, man. Well, I love in Australian yeah. culture in general. Like, y'all will just knock the piss out of each other when someone, like, has some modicum of success. Y'all be like, fuck that cunt. No, fucking, he's a fucking piss head. Like, no. I, <laughs> yeah. It cracks me up. Like, that's I mean, the immediate thing that y'all will do. Y'all take the piss out of somebody. It, it's hilarious. Oh, that's standard, you know, in Australia, man. Yeah. But it's funny how we what he, what Pierce said. You probably don't understand what he means because to you, John, it, we probably all sound the same. But the ethnic uh, Australian type of accent, it's like 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 Pierce said. You're he's doing Arabic shit in he's thrown in as well, like sort of thing yeah. because all the Arabs, you know, they're part of the Australian culture too. Like here, like. You know, it's like, Walla, bro, I swear to God, like, that's like the ethnic sort of, uh, you know, Australian accent. And technically, you know, I'm known to have that type of accent that goes internet, but I don't put it on, on you know, in this type of environment, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But to Piers, he probably thinks, oh, you know, I sound like a real wog, but, um, you know. But I don't see the guy, nah, nah, bro. Like, sure yeah, Jimmy sounds, I swear to God, bro. Like, Jimmy, you know what I mean? Jimmy sounds, Jimmy sounds more white when he's on camera than when he's off. <laughs> I think he lights it up. He's like, well, <laughs> welcome yeah. to the Honey Mini Group in the PWC. <laughs> on Channel 11, dude. Good to see you. Fuck you both, man. you guys, man. You love characters. Uh, what do you expect? You know, I mean, come on. We have to be entertaining. We're entertaining the masses here. Hello. No, no, I find um, it funny. Was, but what Pierre said was the comment of the fucking night. 100%, man. It's like you got to say, she sounds like a Maria, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, anyway. she's like, Hola. oh my God, you should see my sister. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Tula, 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 right? <laughs> You're doing the effie now. <laughs> now, maybe call my cousin Kula. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the Greek chick ethnic fucking talk right there, what Pierce is doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, anyway. Anyway. What did you say to him? He's fully up. <laughs> yeah. what, what did you say to Spiros? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, bro, your uh, missus is Italian. She's Italian, bro. She's a spag bowl, bro. And you're Greek, right? Yeah. Oh, trust me. We go at it all the time, bro. Like, oh, bro. I give kid, a shit all the time. Bro, Excuse me. Your shit. kids are just going to grow up and just be suicide bombers, bro. Oh, don't, say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Oh, man. No. That's it's funny because Greeks and Italians, it's a rivalry sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's funny shit, man. You killed it with that fucking talk, uh, like what you said. That was the best, bro. That made my fucking day for sure, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> All the Americans good. around us right now probably think, what the fuck are these guys on about? Yeah, no. What, you know what, what are they saying? Cooler and cooler. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, are they talking about a cocktail? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. We're talking about all kinds of fun stuff. But, hey, one last thing I want to talk to you guys about since, since we're here before we have to get in the actual SmackDown if we decide oh, to do so. Do we have to? Um, no, not really, but you know, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Um, so, okay, so as we guys, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like for America, the 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 Fox deal is ending soon, right? Mm. So, um, it, it, it was it was uh, they're talking about now. The WD is looking at an increase of it's. It was a currently two hundred five million dollar per year, and they're looking at three hundred and ten. But Fox is kind of indicating they might not want to resign um because i mean some of these guys look look you go I'm, I'm taking this from a couple of sources because fox has canceled the out of character podcast which by the way i didn't know fox and wwe had a podcast called out of character maybe that's the problem maybe that's why they decided to cancel that podcast because who the fuck even knew they that, that was a podcast yeah it's called out of character and i, I guess didn't it was... know i thought it was the other one yeah, no. Um, oh, Ryan Sutton, you're talking about his one. Right, right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's, it's canceled. It's out of character WWE podcast, which typically features interviews with WWE talent as well as recaps of WWE's weekly programming. Um, and, of course, this is per the Wrestling Observer. Uh, this has been interpreted as a sign that to some that working relationship between WWE and Fox may be coming to an end. So, I mean, look, first of all, I guess the question is, is WWE warranted in asking for three hundred and ten million a year over the two hundred five from the initial deal? Second, uh, is is Fox going to renew this relationship in general based off of the investment they've put into it? Uh, what do you think, Pierce? I think they will. I, th- I, I think it's a no brainer. I think WWE is making money hand over fist. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're yeah. making in so many different avenues right now, and I think that. Fox having a long-term partnership with WWE is the best thing, you know, for all parties. In saying that, if the off chance that it doesn't, you know, that's going to go open up to a massive bidding war, mm-hmm. and WWE is going to go for another massive payday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, fun fact, actually, John, and I know you would know this, Pierce, but Fox, you've got Foxtel, right, Pierce? Nah, not anymore. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, um, for example, Foxtel is our main cable provider, right? There's also there's a couple of others, but Foxtel is the main thing. That's Fox. And funny enough, WB since WB was ever on Fox on Foxtel, which stands for Fox Television, right? Has always been on Fox in Australia. 
always from back in the 90s if you remember fox sports and then it went on to and um yeah I'm, I'm my internet's breaking up again isn't it john yeah yeah it is yeah fuck me man it's been shit all all day but anyway um the point is yeah foxes and wb have always been together in australia dude so i don't see why fox in the states i mean it's the same company anyway wouldn't re-sign wb i think they're just playing you know the bluff game right now and they're trying to get a cheaper deal but wb's standing firm because i think right now wb is kind of it's kind of hot man like in some ways sure the ratings don't reflect that but really i don't think the ratings will ever reflect that but in terms of ticket sales and people watching it online and whatnot through youtube or whatever they're killing it right now man like for real they're selling out arena after arena their their pay-per-views are, are like killing it right now you gotta admit i do personally think there's a little boom period going on in the world of professional wrestling unless you're aw well here here's my argument against that jimmy i think it's more that wwe needs fox more than fox needs wwe because we look at the times where they're be, they've been preempted to fox sports right here in the right. states and look at the massive amount of a drop that they see in the ratings they go from right. two million to one hundred and fifty thousand, or you know, three hundred thousand, or whatever it is. Like that's a massive drop, right? So here's the thing: Do you, as WWE, run the risk of going back to cable and having way less views and way less returns than you go where you're on Fox, which is free TV on Friday night, and you're pulling in two million people a night, right? For that view, when Friday night is usually a dead night, because like right now. You've started, not only the NFL started, but you have high school football season, which is massive, especially in the state of Texas, but just about anywhere you go in the United States. Friday night football, that's when high schoolers, you know, play football. Then you have Sunday night football and, and Sunday football, and then you have the NFL on and all that. And you have Fox, who uses the WWE to promote those kind of things, and vice versa. You're seeing WWE advertisement on college game day you're seeing it on the nfl programming if anything fox has the upper hand here because anytime wwe has made a move off of fox their numbers go way down so i don't think it's that wwe is super popular it's that it's easily accessible it's cheap programming for fox in the long run because what do they have to produce they don't have to produce shit and they're getting live programming 52 weeks a year on a Friday night that they don't have to worry about. original programming. Original live programming every week that they don't have to worry about. They just have to shell out, you know, the whatever number it is for the year to keep them on that that spot. If if you're Fox, you go, okay, cool. You want 310? Well, we'll give you 210. And, you know, if you don't like it, we'll see what views you can get. Not on... ABC's not going to touch it. That's Disney. No, no. They, they don't want that smoke. NBC's not going to take it. NBC Universal because they've had the opportunity for so many years and they haven't done it. They, I mean, they're Peacock. They had all that kind of stuff. You would think NBC would go, oh, great. We'll take Friday Night SmackDown. They haven't touched it. Why? Why is it that Fox and has been the one to do it, but not NBC when NBC and WWE have Peacock in the, in the, on that whole NBC Universal thing? And they've never once taken that show. Well, you know, that's the question. And then the you Saturday know, night's main events would be on NBC, though. 
but they don't do them anymore. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they don't. Yeah, that's true. The, right they, now why right. has NBC had plenty of opportunity when they did have it? Where they put it? They put it on USA. They put it on t- you know all those other other cable shows, not on network TV. No, you're right. You know, you're right. And, and you know, and so and then CBS doesn't want to touch it because they're just stodgy. They're the stodgy old you know Paramount Plus. Yeah. You know, kind I, of thing. I can't picture it. that would be. It's not their type of programming to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just doesn't work, right? Yeah, I mean, you, the home of Star Trek doesn't want wrestling on it. You know, I mean, <laughs> and I say that as a Star Trek fan, knowing the the fan base, you know, and CBS. So Fox is the only natural choice to get any kind of ratings whatsoever on free TV on a Friday night programming. You know, right. where else would they? Like, I understand what you're saying, Pierce. That they, yeah, they can get more money. But they're not going to get the ratings and the promotion and the publicity that they would that Fox has. That's well, my that, only thought. That, that would all be included in a contractual agreement. But they're not going to provide that. Like that's the whole bit. Like okay, they go. Let's say they go back. They say to sign the NBC Universal because Fox doesn't want to deal with it anymore. They're tired of the bullshit. And they go okay. Well, we're going to go back. And they go okay. Fine, you're back on USA. And they're back to 150 thousand. Right. The uh, or five hundred thousand viewers on a Monday Imagine night or, or I whatever. Can't picture that, John. Though. Imagine that type of number. Like I just right, no. but you know that. you're bumping a million, right? You're bumping a million. You've cut your your audience in half. No, you know, I mean, true. think about it's it. True. If they go to a million, because when they go to when they go to Fox Sports, they don't pull nearly the same numbers as no, they, when right. they're on proper Fox. So that's where I would say, if you're Fox, you go okay, fine. You know. See what you can get. You're not going to get the NFL behind you. You're not going to get, you know, all these other things behind you because we can promote all those things. We can yeah. we have all these other things that we can promote WWE for, and you're not going to get that. Fox Sports is a premium channel on, on your cable providers, right? You have to yep. pay extra for it, correct? Mm-hmm. There's another issue if they were to go to Fox Sports, for example, right? Right. I don't know. This is a tricky one, man, but if anything's to go by, Pierce, I don't know if you remember years and years ago, when uh, Fox and WWE here in our neck of the woods, was that a stalemate where there was no more SmackDown or it was only Raw for a while because it was still under contract? But when he, they stopped they showing stop, SmackDown. They'll stop so, pay-per-views for a while as well. Oh, yeah, remember? and the pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All because of, you know, similar type of shit. But in the end, Fox gave in, though. And that's my point, right? So in the end, they gave in. They, they done a new deal, and that hasn't happened since. I think that was back in 03 when that shit happened. Or O two something for, like that. for you guys for us yeah like okay. Fox would refuse to re-sign like Raw was still under contract but SmackDown went out of contract at the time right mm. and the pay per views yeah I think it was WWE yeah. were asking for a lot more money and Fox here were like nah fuck you we're not you know they played the bluff game right and so we didn't get no pay per views or fucking SmackDown for not too long how long did it go for maybe two months. <laughs> No, a few months. Yeah, it wasn't long because I remember watching WrestleMania at a at a movie theater. Yeah, that's where you could only watch the pay per views during that time. Mm. You had to go to the fucking theater to and you could watch, watch them. Right? As well. Yeah, and but it didn't last too long. You had to pay twenty bucks to watch SmackDown back then. Nah, fuck, fuck that. But you know what? I was that into pro wrestling back then, dude. Especially when WCW was still around. That do you remember? WCW was exclusive to Optus Vision. If you remember on TNT, like Nitro was TNT, and then Thunder came on to, I think, Sports Australia. Do you remember Optus by any chance? We had Fox still. Right. But uh, later on, it came, WCW came on Fox a lot later. But the point is, I would actually pay for both two different fucking providers 
just so I can watch WCW and WWE because WWE was on Foxtel, for example. No shit, that's how fucking like crazy I was, and I'd pay for two fucking, fucking different Mark. companies. I know, man. Hey, dude, if I was out, no shit. I can just Sorry, imagine geez. your parents talking, going, "What is wrong with him? Surely he's not." Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like that. Well, he's on Jimmy. He's still in Jim Thrust. Yeah. If he's still into it, I fuck him in the ass and I humble him. That's how my dad sounds. They used to think I was crazy. I was, man. I used to record every fucking event, every Raw, every SmackDown, every Nacho, every Thunder, like every pay-per-view, the amount of money. Yeah, well, back then, man, it was I was all in, pun intended. For pro wrestling, if I was out with my friends, dude, and Raw was on, or Nitro, I'd be like, if you want, you can come back with me to my house and watch it. Otherwise, I'm going home to watch Raw or whatever it was at the time, and then I'll come back out again. That's how fucking into it I was, man. But, I mean, it sounds like that there's a there is a different market for you guys than it is for us. Like, I mean... Of course, you know, right. You know, getting the... Because like, that was... Here, let's be honest. I mean, the when, when Fox signed this deal in 2019... This is the first time that SmackDown or a wrestling show was consistently going to be on free network TV. You yeah. know, I mean, like, you know, yeah, you had Saturday Night's Main Event, but that was like an occasional quarterly, not even quarterly. It was a random once in a time Saturday night main event, you know, kind of fun thing. Everything else was syndicated or anything like that. This was dedicated block time on free national TV, not behind a paywall of cable or anything else like that. So it was a big deal. Yeah. The idea that Fox can go, you know what? Fuck it. I, we don't have to have you. We don't have to have you. We can fill the hours with whatever else. We've got other things 100%. we can do. You know? Yeah. So I guess that's the real question is who's going to have the bigger balls and who's going to hold out and be like, okay, you want 310? Uh, you can take 210 and like it because when you get off our channel, you won't have the power, you won't have the promotion, and you won't have the view. So... Okay, cool. You got all this fun stuff you're getting. Think about this. You started with four. You're down to two million on, uh, on a Friday night, and we're cool with that. But you're not cool. You know, you're not worth like an extra hundred and five grand. Hey, maybe yeah. fifty. How about we'll, we'll go fifty? We'll cut it in half, and you can take yeah. that. And we. That's know, okay. I, yeah, and that's I would, fine. I'd be cool with that, right? You know, but to speculate that you know Fox is getting rid because they got rid of a a podcast is just poor journalism and poor speculation because like i said who the fuck even knew that this was a podcast that fox and wwe were putting out a out of character po- i didn't even know maybe that's why it was canceled <laughs> because uh, nobody promotion yeah yeah nobody well, knew about it and, and and nobody listened so R- you know. ryan Seddon was the one that fucking um was hosting that podcast as a matter of fact but funny enough he's getting out of the game he's going to be no more but i think by the end of the year He's out. He's I thought he was already out. Missing. Or maybe he, was... he is from now, but it was last week, apparently, where he was saying that he's going to step away. But I thought he was out like a long time ago, didn't he? I thought no, he quit no. WWE and shit like that a long time ago. No, no, this is last week. They're yeah. not re-signing him, basically. So he's doing the last podcast, the one what you just said, and then he's done, apparently. So, yeah, no, good no. riddance anyway. Fuck Ryan Satin. Can't look, stand him. Gee, but he said so many nice things about you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that bloke, dude. I'm laughing. It's funny what Retro Rocket Review said uh, in the chat or Canada Spaceman. 
Um, he's saying every time Jimmy leans, that means he read my comment and farts. Well, no, I didn't fart, but uh, I, I am reading your comment. And to your Reebok question, I collect Reebok shit, man. I've got the pumps. I've got the fucking the questions, the answers. Just no, and, no yeah, sell, just no sell his Canadian ass. Just no sell it, man. Don't Fuck worry it. about it. Jesus. Fuck no, yeah. I like, I like, I like him, dude. I like, I like Richard Rocket. I, I do too. Anyway, boys, I'm gonna have to he's peace a, out. My wife just he's awake, so I yeah, go go to bed, you fucker. I'm surprised you're not cactus yet. Oh, now Beat we have to talk SmackDown. Damn it. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, right. boy. Later, um, Pierce. Go for it, Pierce, man. It's always a pleasure, bro. Thank Peace you very out. much. Appreciate it. Peace. Yeah. All right. Hey, by the way, go check out Pierce's awesome Austin, podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he, he's a fucking shooting the shit uncensored. And... Yeah, which by the but you got to look it up under Pierce Austin because if you try to look it up shooting the shit, there's only one podcast that comes up because I did that. And so really? you just type in Piers Austin and it comes up and all of his stuff is there. Um, so note to self, at least that's what I had to do on Spotify um, when I went and looked it up. You know? I think you're right. I think that happened to me too, which kind of yeah. surprised me, man. Because yeah, it was Vince just... Russo and it had its own thing said shooting the shit. And it was one episode and it was him and Vince, which was a really good episode. But then after that, I went because uh, because of like the logo that he pops up with here. I, found, I saw the Piers Austin. You have to type in Piers Austin. Um, and it's there. Uh, look so, at Retro Rocket reviews. Last no, time, you know, <laughs> he just he, look, look. This is the reason why you know Sella because he's trying so hard to get acknowledged. He's oh, he's, know, he's like funny, he's like that. a petulant <laughs> Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me, acknowledge me, please. So I'm going to continue to no sell him because you know uh, uh, I can, shit. and it's funnier. It makes it makes me laugh even more to know that I'm no selling the shit out of his stuff. And he keeps trying to get more ridiculous and more ridiculous. So um, <laughs> he's a fucking anyway. troll, but 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 I love him for it, man. You know yeah. what I mean? He used to give me so much shit until I figured him out, and now now we're cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It's uh, all right, Richo, man. I like you, bro. It's all good. He's he's good. All right, uh, hey, uh, all right. Let's let's do this. Let's real quick. We'll get uh, this out of the way. Because I was having fun talking about everything. I know, but this shit. I know, I know. But here we go. Let's talk this. Uh, okay, so last night was Friday. September 8th uh, of 2023, we were at Boston, uh, in Boston at the TD Gardens in Boston. <laughs> fucking yeah. Pocky Car. Wanna be Aussies. And you got to fucking <laughs> get over there to the, the Boston car. Garden, at the Garden, you know. Uh, and we have fucking Michael Cole and uh, Corey Gray. Chow there. Yeah, chow with there. the chowder. With the chowder over there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, we started the show with highlights from Payback. And then we had uh, a match of Charlotte Fair and Shotzi versus Bailey and Neil Sky with Dakota Kai on the outside. And right before that, pardon me, we had uh, Asuka do a little. Oh, better than Asuka. Look, like, I, give her all the promo time. Like that, that video package with her talking and whatever. I, I don't give a shit. I love it. I think it's great. And then she's Me out too. on commentary. And of course, uh, we have this match, which it was a match. Okay, cool. We're getting the shots of the rub with Charlotte Flair there pairing together, and they get Eesh. the win. And they get the win because Oscar is uh, sitting behind Dakota, which distracts Bailey. And so Charlotte knocks down Bailey and hits uh, EO with a big boot, and then Shotzi with a DDT and goes to the cover and gets the pin. And Charlotte and Shotzi win with the help from Oscar, who's there, uh, because Oscar is going to be facing. EO for the championship in what two weeks? I think is what it is. 
You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks already, man. We got another yeah. fucking pay per view. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Fast lane, I think it is. Um, fast lane. We we're we're on the road to fast lane, dude, and it's getting there really fast. Literally. Apparently, you know. So <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy, how do you how do you rate this match? First of all, can I just say I love Shotzi, but damn it, she looks like a weird person right now with the short hair and what she's mm-hmm. wearing. I don't understand what she's going for. I understand why she she cut her hair. Don't get me wrong. And it's a good cause. No. But what is she, man? She comes across like a Mortal Kombat character. That's not quite Mortal Kombat. I think I think it's more of she's trying to be like... okay, Unhinged? You know, she, yes. I, I think she's trying to be that unhinged, especially because she loves... Um, she loves yeah. Halloween and all that kind of stuff. So, like, this is kind of her her season. So, she's trying to be that, like, that's... And then I think they mentioned... Michael Cole mentioned it last night on commentary. He made mention of, like, uh, ever since the cutting of the hair, it's unlocked something inside of her, you know, that's, you know, that deeper part of whatever. Um, and we, we, we know the real reason why she did it was in honor of her sister who's going through cancer. Right, but the yeah. whole the storyline purpose is that she's become unhinged toward but it's only towards bailey and damage control because they were the ones who did it like she's not unhinged towards charlotte she's not unhinged towards oscar or anybody else it's 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 for shotzi um and uh look i i agree with you that's where i was going for uh retro uh last night um shotzi looks like she's from tank girl that's that was oh, the makes vibe sense. I was giving as well um uh you know so, uh, so where where do you rate this match, Jimmy? Mm, I didn't really like it, dude. And plus, Charlotte coming out with her underwear pretty much sort of threw me off. And just how bad of a backside she doesn't have, man. Baby, don't have okay. back. With where Charlotte where have you been? Feral. I've been saying this for like I know. weeks. I've I've been saying it all the time too. Years. But, but her wrestling in her friggin' drawers, it felt like seriously, like. It was just I keep thinking she to myself. She always dresses like that though. Like she was. I don't know, but it felt very underwearish this time, man. When oh. do females really like wrestle like that? There's not many, dude, where they're just straight up. Like it feels like they're in a blouse and a fucking and underwear, bro. Like mm. I don't know, man. Charlotte's a weird cat, man. Like she's just weird to me. But what did Andrade see for a Latino guy, bro? You'd think you'd want some backside, but. I guess, uh, you know, he likes a flat. But anyway, that's not the point. He asked me about the match. The match was fine, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't really care for it, man. So, grade-wise, like, what are you grading at? If I had to grade this match, honestly, I'd say mm-hmm. C. You have to C grade minus. it because I'm asking you. you. I'm, I'm asking you to grade it. Right. C minus, man. C minus. And I'm being fucking not by saying that. <sighs> I'm like I'm I'm waffling between a C minus and a D plus. Like, um, yeah. D the plus only reason, if you want to be fair, the only reason why I'm going to go C minus is because it advances two stories of the Shotzi versus Bailey and the damage control, and getting the rub from Charlotte so Shotzi can be moved forward. And we also have the Oscar story with EO Sky. Right, so, that's cool. But doesn't it feel so, like Charlotte is trying to take the thunder here, even by being around Shotzi, bro? That's the impression. No, I get. no, I like. I feel so? like no, because I feel like this is her genuine attempt like, to try no. to try to get the rub onto Shotzi. Like I feel like she's trying. Like it doesn't come it across just, that way because it's it Charlotte. doesn't. It doesn't come across as genuine, bro. It's weird. 
Yeah, like it's it's because it's Charlotte and she's not normally known for that. And I think it's awkward because she's not known for putting people over. So, you know, but this is her attempt at it. So this is why I say C plus because it's it just felt sloppy. It's not really well done. The match was boring, but we did at least move a story forward a little bit. So a little there's, bit, right? There's that. So um, okay, then after this we have uh, Paul Heyman on the phone and Jimmy who tells Heyman that no one told him anything about being out of the bloodline and that he is in the bloodline. And tells uh, Paul tells him that Roman and Solo are not there tonight. And technically, if he's not out, he's in. And he says Roman did offer him a house and a car, and he tells Jimmy to handle AJ Styles tonight, and he will handle uh, Jimmy Uso's business with Roman. And before Jimmy knows it, he will bring the family back together as Heyman walks away, but he sees AJ Styles. Heyman tells him that he was talking about him. Heyman asks AJ if he has enough problems in his life before he decides he wants to be involved with him. AJ grabs Heyman, but Jimmy texts AJ from behind, throws him into equipment. Jimmy walks away as Heyman calls Roman Reigns. So, uh, what did you think about this segment here, Jimmy? I'm confused, John. I'm okay. confused. What the hell? Uh, you know, is it just me or is Jimmy Uso really being exposed, you know, at how good he is not compared to his brother in terms of um, just, I don't know, man. He just comes across as very flat right now without his mm-hmm. brother. Whereas Jay has got a lot more charisma than Jimmy. Like, yeah. there's something... There's a big difference between the two of them. I feel like this is just setting Jimmy back, and you'll see in the long run. They'll they're pushing him for now. This story now with the bloodline makes no fucking sense. Let's it's be honest. Little, it's a little muddled. It's, it's a little muddled, lost, dude. And they're screwing the whole thing that they've built for the last three and a half years, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. If they can't come yeah. up with anything more creative than this shit, right? Then just fucking end it. Just end it now. Yeah. It's done. Once the Usos yeah. went one way and the other one went the other, it should be just done and dusted. Right now they're just clinching at straws, bro. And if anything, it, if anything, Jimmy should be out and be struggling, like in the sense of trying yeah. to find his purpose. Yeah. Like if yeah. I'm not a part of the bloodline, who am I? You know, I mean, and so you know, like, so then is everything that he said about not wanting Jay to be the tribal chief because all that is all bullshit because he wants to be back in? Or is it because, like, he didn't really believe that? He's just trying to, you know... Like, it's it's like, what's... what's This is this is kind of one of those points where, look, I know we're, we're like, quote-unquote, early in this section of the story. And, I mean, how many times have we said this? Like, we're not sure what happens, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, this is the greatest thing on fucking TV. You know? Well, right? I mean, stage, so... Yeah. You know, I think that this is where I'm kind of like 50-50 on this is because like they've done stuff where we're going like, what the fuck is this? And then we're like, oh my God, this is really, really good. So um, I'm, I'm trying to be patient with this. At the same time, it just, it, I mean, I know we had AJ last week and so we're going to do it again because, you know, this is what WWE does. Of, hey, let's, that was fun. Let's recycle that and do it again because hmm. WWE, but you know, um, we we get this set up as okay. Well, this is going to be our main event for the night, where it's going to be Jimmy versus you know AJ Styles. So cool. Like, I like AJ Styles. He's fine. And absolutely, but, dude. like Jimmy being a solo and okay, like Doesn't who better work, who better to start with Jimmy in a in a in a feud or a match than AJ Styles? Right. At least you know AJ is going to take care of him in the ring. You know, and AJ's going to do whatever and, and try to minimize 
Jimmy's deficiencies. Um, I understand what's going is, on. Right, I get it too. And just quietly, AJ Styles, does he look buffed on the arms or what, man? Or am I seeing things? His arms look so much fucking bigger than I've ever seen him in my life. For some reason, he just looks like he's pumped up his arms lately. I don't know. That's what I noticed. But first of all, man, what the fuck is going on? Do you, do you, like you said, he was stopping. He, he, he turned on Jay because he was seeing him turn into Roman pretty much. He was afraid of that, right? Right. And now he's in the bloodline and we'll t like Solo is saying, we'll tell you when it's fucking, when you're out of the bloodline. I'm fucking confused, John. I don't know what yeah. the hell is going on. It's fallen off the cliff. There is no sense right now. This AEW booking actually, as a matter of fact, suddenly, ironically, I just I'm confused. I don't want to see what's the what's the story here, dude. I don't get it. That's I think that's the question. That's that's what everybody's kind of clamoring for. Of hey, what is the story? Where are we heading? And I think Jimmy, this is where I go back to. Okay, well, sometimes I've got to be patient, you know, because they've done this kind of shit before. Where I'm going, hey, what's the story? Where are we going? And then all of a sudden we're like, oh man, that was so good. So they've at least earned the benefit of the doubt for me to go, oh, okay, sure. you know, well, I'm gonna be patient with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it out, but it doesn't mean I don't go, what the fuck is this? But we've got to start right. somewhere and sometimes you gotta have a hard reset. Sometimes you gotta have that, and that's where we're at with that. So But but look but look at all the loose ends they've managed to screw up like jay uso for example quitting smackdown or quitting wwe sorry and then suddenly cody rhodes is some sort of power backstage now who's mm -hmm. got the power to bring in jay uso for raw and suddenly it's all good i'm back in wwe again Woo like that's lazy booking first of all right they should have never made him supposedly quit kayfabe right well they i think it was made him quit i think it was that i think the reason why they did that is because it was that idea that he was so done with the bloodline and everything that this is how he okay. felt he could divest himself from it is by quitting. And then Cody talked to him like, hey, don't give Roman that power. Come back, but come back to Raw and be completely separate from him. Be your own man. Be main event Jey Uso. And it's like, that's the premise I believe that they're going with. Now, they didn't explain it, but that's the subtlety of the storytelling. Again, this is why like watching movies and TV shows with me are fucking ridiculous because I can see sometimes the underlining tones and things like that. Right, right, so right. like I fill in the gap sometimes mentally where it's like other people need it spelled out. So like for me, I'm thinking that's why he did it. That's fine. I didn't, it didn't bother me as much because it was the idea of like, he just was so fucking done with Roman and everything that they had to quit. And then the bring him back was the idea of like, it took Cody who understands family, who understands living in a wrestling right. family and those kind of things. You're talking, Hey man, come back. Your main event, Jey Uso, Show that you're a main man, Jay. So be that, be your own man. Like me, you know, I quit and left and ran away and come back. Don't do that. Come back and just be with me on this side and be your own man here in WWE on Raw. You don't have to be with them. And it's, I think that was, you know, the mentality, the aspect of that's why Cody could do that and then bring him back on that aspect of it. I think that's, I think that, well, and, it's, and then it gives you like, like we saw on Monday night um, or the highlight I saw. So because Jay's there, then somebody's got to go to, to SmackDown and people aren't happy about that. So now you've built another story of somebody's going to get pissed at Jay because he, they've got to go to SmackDown when they maybe they didn't want to. 
right? Actually, so, dude, right, right. Well, you know what's ironic? I feel like Jay, this is, there's a rib going on. I feel like Jay's playing CM Punk right now, in a way. If you pay attention on Raw, what was going on, it felt like Jay also is CM Punk coming back to WWE. Everyone doesn't trust him. That's what they're saying. Everyone, other than Sami Zayn, everyone else doesn't trust him being around because of what he's done in the past, right? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. I had CM Punk vibes. But to your point, first of all, that's fine about Cody bringing him in. That's still lazy booking because who the fuck is Cody? Honestly, right? Well, who else? Who else we're gonna? Are we just gonna have him show up? Pierce. Or... You could have had fucking Pierce fucking done it. But that's still lazy. That's still lazy. It's still like... lazy, but it makes more sense than Cody. No, but, see, but first I think... of all. I think he's not a power. He's not an EVP. In it's not about it's not about power. It's about the relationship and the understanding of. Hey, I understand where you're coming from. Right? I get that, but who's he to like? Let, let's be honest. Like, he because he it's not about he didn't he didn't bring him in in the sense of I have this power. It's he brought him in because I understand the relationship. You know, I understand. Well, they made reference. Know, to his EVP status in AEW, Michael Cole actually straight up said it on Raw. Right, funny but enough. that doesn't that so. doesn't mean that. But that's not meaning that he has power backstage. It means he talked to, you know, he talked to uh, Jimmy, or I mean, he talked to Jay, and then he talked to Pierce because he's he's had to do that kind of stuff before. He's had to talk to people um, in you know uh, you know in that position as an EVP. He so he understands the Pierce aspect of it, and he understands the wrestler aspect of it. So who better than someone who has also had to deal with wrestling family issues than Cody, who completely understands, whereas it would have been just like, hey, I talked to Jay, and I brought him back to Raw. Like, if if Pierce did that, you'd you'd have been even more pissed than like, that's just fucking lazy. At least there is somewhat of a semblance of an idea of why this made sense. Like, I can get that. I can get that. First of all, what Chris Whelan said in the chat is 100% true. I said this on my previous show too. Really, this is all for Cody to, to eventually go on the road with Roman. Like, right, and, yeah, you know, exactly. That's what it really is, right? That's, yeah, he's interfering that, with my life business. Right, you know what I mean? Right. That's, the whole, that's the whole point. And this is a subtle way to do that because, hey, guess what? We're on the back half of the year, and then guess what comes after that is WrestleMania. And if we're going to have Cody <laughs> yeah. complete the story, you know, let's do that. And this is a nice subtle way to start it by being involved with run line business and bring Jay back. And, but you know, Hey, I understand. I've been there, you know? Um, again, but, it's not, the, it's not terrible. It's not, it, it could have gone a lot lazier. It could have been a lot. They could have just said, Hey, Jay, Uso is going to be on wrong. They could have done that uh, and, and, you know, and not given us anything. So I'm good with that. Well, my real issue is, that's fine what you said that's cool but then why did we only it was only two weeks ago he quit i mean couldn't we wait at least a month no no because i mean mean, here's the thing here's the thing right i mean it's that idea of jimmy how many times have you seen somebody get all hot-headed and mad and then somebody talks them out of it right yeah of course right and so so it it doesn't necessarily mean you have to somebody's going to be mad and they're going to be mad for a month and you talk. No, sometimes somebody gets mad and you talk about it and you talk them out of it thirty minutes later and be like, hey, bro, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, you're right, you know, kind of thing. So I think that's the way it was. And of course, Jimmy, remember timing, payback. You have you got to do something on a pay per view to make a splash. This was one of those things. Then you have all the next day. Let's build from that. You know, you if you're going to make 
Jay, this main event Jay Uso, you've got to you've got to make it big. So that's why. Hey, let's tell the story. Let's quit. We'll have you come back on you know payback that you're going to now be a Raw wrestler and then that next night on Raw man after after the pay per view because you know how those are. Boom, there you are. You're talking and you're main eventing. You're you're in the thick of the show. You know, right? It's and now you're building Jay. Now you've planted the scene of Corey interfering with Blood, uh, Cody and interfering with Bloodline business. You've got new stories to go back to, and now you've thrown in another wrinkle. Hey, somebody on Raw is going to be pissed because they're going to get traded, right? Because you came over here. You know, right. you, you've you've built another storyline. You know, and people of that idea of Jay's who does he trust in the locker room at Raw? Because People are going to be pissed, and they're on eggshells because they have to go over to, to SmackDown because of him being there. You know, which well, is a, it's a good story to tell to where you're not thrusting him in the main event, you're not thrusting him in for a title or anything like that, and you're allowing him to build. You know, you know. I still think it's lazy. It's it could have been done so much better, in my opinion. That's just me. But in saying that, um, first of all, with Jay, I don't know if you watched Raw or not. Did you watch Raw? I just watched the highlights. Uh, Raw was much better than SmackDown, in my opinion, even though it was three hours, and that main event was fire. But I will say this. About the person that could be getting traded to SmackDown, it seems to me that it could very well be Tommaso Ciampa, which is a bad fucking swap, in my opinion. But whatever. It is what it is. That's the hint. Because when you see Jay Uso on Raw, like, you know, talking to Pierce, you see right after that, Tommaso Ciampa come along and says to Pierce, hey, can I talk to you in the office? They both go yeah. right into the office and then that was it. You never heard anything else about it. But I don't know, man. Like like I said, a lot of this shit... To Maybe me, that was a red herring and a swerve to, to make you yeah, think that like something else. Because, I more mean, like is, isn't he still involved with Bronson Reed and, and that story? Where where the hell is Bronson Reed? He, he's disappeared since uh, Tommaso beat him the week before. He's gone. I haven't seen him since. So so, so he's missing for a week and you're concerned. Well, when a little vanilla midget picks you up, and I like Champa, but I'm just saying, let's be real here, right? A little vanilla midget picks up this massive dude. There you go. He's done. And they were pushing Bronson. But after that, I just can't see him coming back from that, man. How does a little fucking guy that's shorter than us pick up a massive dude like that and pin him one, two, three, and I haven't seen him since? You know what I mean? Nah, Retro, he wasn't on Raw this week. 100% he wasn't. I mean, I don't recall seeing him, but yeah. Mm. Maybe I missed it, but I could have sworn he wasn't on there. The point is, I feel he's, like right now, WWE's all he's over five, He's 5'11". He's almost 6 foot. Who? So, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Is that his build height? That's his build height is 5'11". Okay, if he's 5'11", build height, he's 5'8". Believe yeah. me, or five nine, one hundred percent, dude. Yeah, so he's we're taller than him. Right. Trust me. I know. Well, I'm taller I mean, than him. I'm five nine, so. Well, so. I'm taller than you. I'm five ten. That's Ooh. legit, not Bill. Yeah, yeah. Chris is six foot two. Don't fuck around, bro. I'm yeah. just saying. And yeah, you I'm can't teach that. Yeah, yeah. I'm. He's five foot ten, and you can't teach that. Exactly. Yeah. How you doing, John? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and then Chris brings up Chris Winland brings up. Ooh, what if Sammy and Owens get split? Um, how do they play in the build up? Well, you you just instantly we'll go with too. Sammy, Sammy and Jay. You know, obviously, there we had that reconciliation. Was like that wasn't very oozy of me, and you know they shake and they you know that was cool. 
you know, and I so like that, that you know, yeah, and it was a good moment, and because then you got like again, you have that aspect of it uh, right before Sammy and Kevin have to face Judgment Day and lose their titles. You know, here he is having a get together with with Jay, and how many times has Kevin said, "Stop fucking with it, just leave it alone," and Sammy didn't do that, right? And here's Sammy again, and you know those kind of things. So, you know, I, I think that's. You know, I think we're we're at a point where it's. I, I understand what you're saying with lazy storytelling, but I disagree with you in the sense of like they could have gotten a lot way lazier. There's there's enough here to build on some stuff to go forward, than just saying, "Hey, Jay's back on wrong," and having Adam Pierce do it or whatever. I feel like there's more nuance here than we're that will play out later down the road that I can kind of see right now. The whether they so. do the 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 question the, when it becomes lazy is the question is will they use that nuance or not? That's the right. real question, I think, more than anything else. And so, um, so speaking of not nuanced, um, we had the segment with damage control backstage. This was dumb. I don't even understand why they did that. Um, where they're backstage talking with Kayla and being a mean girl to her and all that fun stuff. Fucking dumb. It like was dumb. Said, man. Um, out comes LA Knight. And of course, he gets his usual pop and stay in the ring and yeah, let me talk to you. And then, uh, and and they got a chance to see the Miz on Raw, and he says he didn't come to play. He had to walk straight up to the top, and anyone who stands in his way, the Miz knows what happens. Uh, one week he plays dress up, and the next he plays make believe against an invisible John Cena. And Miz says that LA Knight won uh, because of John Cena, and he says I don't need he, I don't need Cena. I don't need him. I don't need his endorsement, but I don't need that. And, you know, I've earned the respect of anybody in the world. Um, but if he wants to be a cockroach and he wants to be stomped on one more time, consider it his challenge. But when he does that, out comes your favorite fucking Grayson Waller. Comes fucking walking out. And he's like, hi, L.A. Knight. If it's a good <laughs> yeah. idea, after the men has ran through Cena on roll, almost like he wasn't there. Um, and then, uh, then he and his associate, Austin Theory, uh, look, I don't mind that pairing. To be fair, I don't mind the pairing, but boy, like Grayson Waller does nothing for Austin Theory. Yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm, either I'm, one of them does anything for each other, really. But yeah, so like, why do it? Like, just just have Austin Theory come out and do this. It's the, the whole, scenic you know? connection here. That's why. I mean, I you, get it. Like, I get it. But you don't. Again, you don't need Grayson Waller. Just have Austin Theory come out and do it. Right, I know you're right. It's true. You know, I mean, if anything, it hurts Austin Theory more than it helps uh, Grayson Waller, right? To have this, to have this interaction, and then, and then on top of all that, you have a match between Austin Theory, who's already dressed to wrestle, Grayson Waller, obviously, is in an LA Knight who's dressed to wrestle, so we already know who's not going to wrestle. Um, And then we have this match. it was a match, you know. I, I mean, uh, oh, you know, whatever. By the way, you forgot to mention the Kevin Nash dig by LA Knight oh, too. Yeah, by the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. The adjective I, where the yeah, big yeah. boys play. Remember that the Kevin yeah. Nash promo back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There uh, was that, and you know why he's he took a oh, dig yeah. at Nash, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because of all the shit that Nash has said about, he's just copying The Rock and he's copying all right. But he went back on it too, though. Like to mm-hmm. be fair, you know what I'm saying? He actually yeah. is a fan of his. But yeah, at first he didn't know who the fuck he was yep. until people were telling him. So yeah. But um, yeah, look, Grayson Waller, you know what makes me laugh about Grayson Waller? Dude, is it just me or is he putting on that Cody fucking Rhodes smile? 
Do you know what I'm saying? You know that real fake ass fucking smile that Cody does. Like, what are you yeah, gonna talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Grayson Waller is ribbing Cody, man, with that damn stupid <sighs> smile on his face, dude. It reminds me of. It kind of remi- for some reason, and it's they're nothing alike. But Waller, his look kind of reminds me of like the Australian version of Cody without the class though, and and without the charisma, obviously. And the muscle, but, um, and the wit, and the charm. Yeah, he definitely. He, he's yeah, the but, wish. You're saying he's the wish version of Cody Rhodes. Well, yeah, in a way, <laughs> but in also in saying that Cody, yeah, when you say charm, it's such a fake charm, though, bro. Like I don't know, man. Like he should be a heel in some ways, but the fans love him right now in WWE, so I get it. But he just doesn't come across as genuine. But anyway, we're not here to talk Cody. Grayson Waller and and look, I think Theory could be deserves so much better in my opinion. Yeah. I don't mind the pairing of these two because they're both douchebags, bro. Like honestly, and you know they're gonna name them. They're gonna be a tag team yeah. because they're hinting it. It's gonna be a town down under, bro. That's that's what the team's gonna be. Called. You know this. It's such a typical yeah. WWE yeah. fucking thing to come up with, bro. It's yeah. got a ring to it. It makes sense. A town down under. Yeah, I know. It's a roll your eyes type of scenario. But that's what they're going to do. And as far, I know, I don't blame you for yawning. Yeah. But as no. far as um, LA Knight goes, you know what, John, and tell me if I'm tripping, but f- for whatever reason, since Bray Wyatt has passed away, I feel like LA Knight is not really himself, dude, and he's just going through the motions, man. You can see it on his face, bro. He just, he's not that happy-go-lucky Knight. Like, I know he's not meant to be because of his program, but there's something just slightly off right now with LA Knight, bro. Well, I think, look, I'm, I think I think the difference is right now, like, he's, one, as a person, where's your push? You know, right. like, where, where where is this heading? What's the direction? But two, like, you're dealing with things like The Miz, Waller, Theory. Like, he's got a target on his back as much as someone who's the champ, right? So, right. You know, it's 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 one of those things of like, okay, well, I can't be that happy-go-lucky guy because like, I'm, you know, I'm the hottest thing on WWE, so that means people are going to come for me, as we're seeing the men, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller. You know, no, I think I think it's just a he's that next level attitude. It's that next level of like, all right, it's time to stop fucking around. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, I think he kind of hinted at like. You know, like, hey, let's not fucking around. You can come in here and I can whoop that ass. You know, I mean, it was that moment of, you know, hey, we're going to take this seriously. Um, and so, uh, you know, is, you know, I mean, because, I mean, he says at the end of the night, uh, he, I mean, he called, uh, what is it? He called one of them cross-eyed and, uh, oh. and you know, cross-eyed the, moron and the, the theory the of the half-wit. And the cr- the best comment was the crotch fucking um yeah oh yeah crotch goblin crotch goblin look at you yeah. guys you're a bunch of crotch goblins which was fucking funny right whatever that means yeah well, I wonder who's the gobbler but anyway yeah I and he said and he said uh, you know TD Garden stands on the legend's way in a very legendary way Austin Theory at 26 year old can get his ass kicked with everyone selling L A night yeah so I mean it's that idea of Hey, I'm not. I'm not here to fuck around. I'm like, you can fuck around and find out, but you know, yeah, you're 26, but I'm still gonna whip that ass, you know. And it, well, it's it's it, it is what it is. So everyone wants a piece of LA Knight. It seems right now too, which is well, weird, who doesn't right? though? I mean, think about right, the rub. You the rub you get off of this guy. I mean, even right. taking the loss, you know, taking the loss, 
Theory doesn't look bad in this match, and you have Grayson Waller trying to interfere in, in that aspect as well. So it protects uh, Theory a little bit. And then, you know, LA Knight gets the win, and then Waller hops in the ring, but then rolls out because he, oh, I thought I was going to jump him. Never mind. Uh, you know, pardon me. So, but overall, what are you grading this match, Jimmy? Uh, this is just shenanigans of a match, really, man. It wasn't even much of a match. If I had to grade it, C minus, man, again, for me. It was fine. It was, it was just, it was fine, but it, it wasn't like great or it wasn't exciting. Mm -hmm. It was more to tell the story this match than anything else. So, yeah, C minus, I guess, man. What would you grade it? I mean, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go base C because I feel like as far as the match and everything goes, it was fine. There was nothing egregious. I didn't, I didn't feel like there's any botches. Um, both guys can work, you know, it, the, but there was nothing like, overly spectacular or something that yeah. I haven't seen before. Or anything they weren't like. even trying, bro, really. It was just, you know, it was a match. It was a match. So they, they and you know, they had done their business before the match. So that's why they had that. So I'm going to go see with this one. So, but like I said, yeah. Um, you know, oh, LA before Knight, we move on. Yeah. Sorry, if there was a time for LA not to bring back the dummy fucking uh, catchphrase, it was then. He should have called them dummies, but you know. I guess WWE don't want him to fucking use that term anymore. I guess. So, um, you know, it. so after this match, after the win LA Knight gets and Raw Wars out the ring, we have Kathy Kelly backstage with AJ Styles who says if he's standing, he can fight. And says Jimmy can jump him from behind as many times as he wants, but nothing's going to stop him from ripping his head off. Woo! AJ Styles talking tough. Um, and then next we have Paul Heyman backstage with Adam Pierce, And Heyman tells Pierce that no one can, um, no one can put their hands on him. And he asks Pierce. Who will get traded to Raw from, uh, from Raw to SmackDown? Uh, in comes LA Knight, who asks for a match against the Miz next week, and Pierce says the match will happen. And then, so much for brand split, John. Well, it's I out know. the window already, bro. It's been out the window from the beginning. Yeah. What's um, the point? Yeah, Heyman tells LA Knight that they've never been properly introduced, and he says he's a fan of his. And he tells LA Knight uh, the next time the guy goes outside the door. Uh, the guy goes outside the door and tells him that he is in here doing business to do himself a favor and knock first. Heyman asks if they are clear. LA Knight tells them, yeah, as Heyman walks <laughs> out. Um, and then, then we have Judgment Day come out with Rhea Ripley. And Damon Priest tells them uh, to rise with the crew who all have gold. And Balor asks them who's better than nobody. And as Dominic is about to speak, the fans move. At this point, I have to wonder. Oh, I, know what, I know what you're going to say. And well, yeah, it's suspect, bro. It was very yeah. suspect. Yeah, it's 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 piped in booze, right? At this point, I'm in denial about it. I don't want to admit it, but fucking hell, man, that was weird, bro. It just like, felt like piped in bad. I don't even know why they decided to do that. It ruined the segment. Like, because I mean, it's I, I understand it's Boston. Boston can be very lively, um, but yeah, like, it was the, very unnatural like, though. The the preciseness of the booze, right? Or did I mean? I mean, granted, you, I know that they have mics on the crowd and they just can't crank the gain mm. on them and then blare yeah. it out in the speakers in the auditorium so it was just that much louder. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, funny enough, though, the the one thing I will give you the benefit of the doubt about that, that it might have not been piped, I'm 98% sure it was, but say it wasn't, the way they were reacting was on point with the crowd, if that makes sense. Yeah. So when it was getting loud, louder... 
they were literally on point, like the way they were reacting to the loudness. So that makes me think maybe it wasn't, but it's it sounded very unnatural, dude. Because at one point, whoever was playing the game, like you said, they just spiked it out of nowhere, quickly went back down again, and mm-hmm. that's what was the giveaway in a little bit of a way. But right, I, I'm leaning towards piped in though. It was yeah. very unnatural on Raw. Complete opposite. You knew that was legit. They got to stop doing this. That's the problem with the COVID era. They started getting carried away with that shit. And here we are right now. They're starting to take advantage of it. And it doesn't work. Yeah. We find out Rhea's in India being the most dominant women's champion ever. And um, because they have shows over there. And supposedly Great Khali's going to make a return over there um, in India. Um, but uh, and they're proud of Risa. They're also proud of the accomplishment something that not even the bloodline could do, something not even Roman Reigns could do. They uh, not only beat Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but they took the undisputed world tag team champions from Zayn and Owens. So, um, uh, which you know, hey, speak of the devil, he may appear of causing problems. Um, so Dominant begins to speak, and fans boo again, and then the most dominant group, and then out come the brawling brutes. Uh, Butch says it's fight night as Holland mentions that Dominic to Dominic they are the most dominant group um, Brother Boots are here in Boston and that Judgment Day cannot have picked the worst opponents but it's not uh, it's not him that has to worry about it it's Butch so Trim Donald begins to laugh as he points at Butch with Butch twists Balor's finger and then throw Priest and Balor outside and so we have this Judgment Day versus Brawling Brutes match um, where um, eventually um, we have Dominic out there um, kind of interfering a little bit, sort of. Um, and then we have, uh, what is it? Uh, Finn Balor gets tagged in and hits the coup de gras on uh, Holland, and Balor goes to the cover. One, two, three. Um, so we had Judgment Day be the winners of this. Um, so before we go into the post match stuff, um, how do you feel about this, this promo time for Judgment Day and then the match with the Brawling Brutes, Jimmy? Um, well, first of all, the promo, I, I don't mind Judgment Day, John. I'm probably the one of the very few that don't mind them. Sure, they're probably overexposed on television because they're on fucking every show, John. Yeah. They, they, they're they on a million segments on Monday nights. Here we are on SmackDown suddenly, and I was like, what the hell? And then I remembered, oh, yeah, they won the tag bouts, so that's mm-hmm. why. Even though you hardly ever saw fucking Zayn and, and Owens on SmackDown up until the week before... They lost the damn belt. Because right? supposedly Kevin was hurt, so that's why. Uh, I I think there's more to that, dude, because that week before he was disappeared, before he disappeared from television, he did an interview with Ariel Hawani, bro. And he was very oh, disheveled. Right. And then, ironically, coincidentally or not, I don't believe in coincidences, but since that interview, that's when he was gone for like a few weeks. So I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I don't know, man. He said some things that he shouldn't have said put it that way so wouldn't surprise me if they punished him for it but anyway yeah that's not the point the point is judgment day i'm starting to dig him i don't know if it's because they just you know they're in our faces all the time you get used to them right mm-hmm. they're a decent but they're a decent team it took a long time for them to sort of be accepted but i think they're all right but in saying that the match i'll be honest it wasn't the greatest match but it was probably the best match so far on the, of the night when you think about it, yeah. I mean, what other match so far up until this point was better? I don't think there was. Oh no, 
I mean, I, I if I'm gonna if I mean I'll get your grade on it, but if I'm gonna grade it, I'm gonna go C plus. You know. Oh no, it's um, definitely a C once again. I'll say C plus this time C too. Plus. I'll say C minuses I mean, before that. It's just yeah. better, but I felt like it was probably the best match to it this was, point. It, it was a C plus, but I think where I, where they made up for it was this pre match promo, and then what happened after the match. I think it, it, it was important, and then what we see at the end of the night. Um, I agree with you. I've I've been on board with Judgment Day because they do a good job of making you hate them as heels. I think right. that's that's the important thing. You know, they're doing their job as heels of getting you to fucking hate them, and that's their job. You know, that's what they're supposed to do. So on that, they're doing a good job. Um, whether you know, I mean, I think you know Finn Balor's always solid in the ring. I think Priest has become a really good wrestler, and Dominic Hell is yeah, just. Bro. You know, he's that annoying little gnat. And I mean, Rear is a really good wrestler. So Dominic is the one that's one of, the, one of these things is not like the other. But at least mm. on the mic, he does. he's not a detriment. And he's no, done such a... No, he really you know, isn't, bro. He really and he's, actually, as a matter of fact, he's better than a lot of the fucking guys on that roster. He's, be he's, honest. he's better than his dad. Oh, by a mile, bro. Yeah. Straight, straight up. And I, I, no disrespect to Rey Mysterio, but man... I think the sun is a chip Which off means the you're going to disrespect man. Rey Mysterio, but, you know, Absolutely. go ahead. Well, I don't want to, but you said it, bro. It's true, man. Dom is a better promo fucking guy than his fucking dad. I know it's crazy, but he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ray doesn't know how to be a heel. Ray wouldn't know how to even cut a heel promo because he hasn't had to. Yeah, you can point out when he was part of the Filthy Animals in WCW, that's when he was a heel. But even then, he was well, just, yeah, he, he's not a heel. He doesn't know how to cut a heel promo. And even if he did, you couldn't take him serious, man. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? He's just an all-around good guy. He's just for the kids. Although I have heard stories. You know when he goes up to the kids? Although I have heard stories. You know when he goes up to the kids? I'm talking about Ray. And, you know, he leans in, you know, mm-hmm. gives him a little fucking, you know, head-to-head type of moment. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people go on and say that he talks shit to the kids, bro. I'm not kidding, man. Look it up on Reddit and shit like that. There's been... I've, I've read this on multiple occasions. One fan said, I kid you not, when I was younger, you know, Ray came up to me, you know, did what he does, you know what I mean? He goes, stay in school, you little shit, you fucking piece of shit, you'll become nothing. I swear to you, bro. Look into it, man. I don't know how true that is, but I started laughing. If that's the case, he's a funny guy, bro. If he does say that, you little piece of shit stay in school and blah 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 i mean if that's true that's fucking funny but i've heard more than one person say this i mean it could be true why yeah. would someone come out and say that you know what i mean yeah yeah I don't so know. i find that kind of interesting but if he's like that that is fucking hilarious but yeah dom is so much better on the mic and i think dom you know what he's stepping out of his daddy's shadow bro he's starting to become his own thing like his own person he doesn't really need his dad anymore to get him over. He really doesn't. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. It's I think um I, I you know I, and I think this is a good fit for him because it protects him. He gets to learn from the likes of Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Absolutely. You know, bro. who Absolutely. I mean people think Damian Priest is new, but he's been doing this for a while. You know, he You're works in us. You know, he was he was in um you know Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor? Right. Punishment you know, Martinez, bro. Yeah, good character. I really enjoyed Absolutely. it. 
you know. He's kind so, of the same character as what he is now. I mean, he's not that much different. No, I mean, well, he's just improved uh, though, like yeah. tenfold. Yeah, like I would tenfold. say it's it's more focused and and more improved on that aspect of it. But right. I think I think at the end of the day, this is this has been a good group of people. They've gelled together real well. They and have, I, and they're I close really, in real life, John. They really yeah. are, dude. They're, yeah, they're tight. And but I mean, where I think where it's paying off is like the se- like right after the match. So Judgment Day wins and they're celebrating. Bobby Lashley's music comes out with the Street Profits hmm. and looking like a bajillion dollars. And they're all standing in the ring. Lashley gets in Damien's face, you know, Ford and Balor's face, and Dawkins and Dominic's face. And Lashley tells them that they are right. The bloodline are crumbling. Which, by the way, Judgment Day mentioning the bloodline, you know, is going to pay off later. Um, they're you know, and and the bloodline is crumbling, but it's not the Judgment Day taking over; it's them. And so, like, it was a really good segment. We all know that Jeff creamed his pants when this happened, but mm. I really liked this. I like I like this idea of you know we're seeing the bloodline crumbling, so it's who's you know nature abhors a vacuum. So who's going to fill that power spot? And you've got legitimately two really cool factions right here that could be like dominant. For a while, you know, I really like this, and I mean, you know, different different ideas. You have the Judgment Day with their purple and gold and their gang, you know, do hey, rag hey, hanging out true. the back end. Something like Grape that. Street Crips, bro. yeah, you know. And then you've got Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits looking as looking like a million mafia. dollars walking, yeah, like almost mafiaesque and just really cool. I mean, but it's it's a good look it's a neat aspect for it and they both you know did well which i, I really like this as well so that's where i think the dividends are paying off because you know the in-ring stuff is is whatever but it's the out-of-ring stuff that's making the difference absolutely for them, I think. spot on and you know what man yeah. credit to WWE, man they're stuck with judgment day because mm-hmm. for a long time they couldn't get them over bro and i'm thinking why are they still trying mm-hmm. why are they still trying but to their credit they stuck with it and i think now we're starting to see all that hard work pay off, man, because they're not a bad faction. They all complement each other. They really do, man. They are tight in real life. They're best friends, bro. For real. And you can see it. Like, that's right, D. Like my, my girl's saying in the background. Mm-hmm. You can see that they're close because they have great chemistry, bro. Yeah. They're, they're all in tune with each other, man. They just, they know how to work with each other. They're great. And I think it's starting to rub off even with the fans. And I'm all for it, man. I'm cool with that. They dominate Raw. The Bloodline dominates SmackDown. But now we're just seeing them on every show. They're on NXT as well, John. Every yeah. fucking week, they're on NXT. They're on Raw. They're on SmackDown. They're ruling right now, dude. They're everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's not a bad seeing them everywhere either, though. Like, it's not an overexposure... It's, um- I know they they got to be careful, but like you said, they could overexpose them. But for right now, for whatever reason, I don't get that impression just yet that they're overexposed, even though they're all over our screens. For some reason, I'm really starting to like them, dude. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've, I've never not liked them. Um, oh, and like Chris Willen says, yeah, fuck McDonough, dude, fuck Scrappy, dude, <laughs> like he calls him. But uh, yeah. I mean, I can't stand I, that big head. Look, I, if if he joins, it's not going to hurt it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it when it was with Edge because it made no sense. No, like, it didn't go, bro. Like, it and they were going to be more supernatural and all that kind of stuff. It was like, yeah. Mm. Can you imagine like, that, dude? If that was yeah. supernatural, fuck that. Yeah, no, because that was the, the hit that they were going. And I liked that they kind of 
Like they the, to have the balls to go, hey, we're gonna slam the brakes on this. No, we're gonna kick Edge out. We're gonna not be supernatural. We're just gonna be a game. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like like it's- to have the balls to make that decision. We talked a lot. We give WWE a lot of shit about not making changes or not doing this or the other, but they did a great job with this one here. And I'll give them their props for that. So after this segment, we had OC and Mishin are backstage and you know, they're goofing off and um, he asked, Hey, and what's going on? Asked him where they were when Jimmy attacked him. And they are like, Hey, we told you don't get involved with uh, in bloodline business. Um, and AJ slams his phone on the floor and they're like, Hey, you know, no matter what, whether right or wrong, we've always had each other's back. Uh, if this is how it's going to be, he doesn't want him at ringside, which, you know, we find out proves detrimental. Um, and then Asuka's backstage. She cuts a promo. Um, she said damage control. It, we forgot about her, and she was the champion, and she will take her title back. And then we have our main event, AJ Styles versus Jimmy Uso. Um, again, this is one of those ones where, uh, look, it's AJ Styles. Um uh, you know, uh, he doesn't. AJ Styles can have a match with a mop and it'd be fine, you know. Um, that's why we had this match, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, if, no, yeah. sorry, my missus is trying to fucking thank no, you. no, if she's walking around with her tits out, then I would stop too. No, nah, so. she's right behind the camera there, like trying to say something, but I'm in the middle of the show, D. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Have Jimmy, it. if she's Don't got her tits, Jimmy, if she's got her tits out, the show stops. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, no, she she just wanted the vape off me, but anyway, yeah, uh, sorry about that. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, so you know, this is a hard one to grade for me because you know, I feel like I feel like honestly, this is one of those things where AJ Styles puts on a good match. So therefore, how do I grade it? Because Jimmy was never really exposed per se with this because AJ no. was carrying the match, you know? And then of course we had solo and Paul Heyman show up and, you know, we had some extra layers here. So I feel like, like I want to, I want to go a B minus with this, but I feel like that might be a little high too, because that's generous. I, I think it's being very generous because, you know, at the same time, and and and, and here's I the other reason I understand where you're coming from, though. You I, know, I can totally get where you're coming from, right? You know, and and here's the other thing. I'm factoring in the end of the show, <clears throat> right? AJ gets out. He make he gets the win despite everything. And then here comes Judgment Day, and they beat the shit out of him, and they roll him into the ring, and it's like an offering to Bloodline. Say, hey, look, our bad about earlier what we said. Our bad. Here you go. Right, right. You know, I mean, and that was the whole premise. It was like, hey, we really don't have any beef with you guys, and um, Priest and Balor just beat them up and they throw them in the ring, and you know, so that they offer him up, you know, a beaten AJ Styles to the Bloodline to Solo, so that they could take care of business um, as they because they didn't get to, and it's just like, hey, we don't, we understand from what we said earlier. Our bad. We don't want any beef with you. Here you go. You know, I think I think that's what it was. And so tying all that in of that story, having the Judgment Day being involved, that paying that off from earlier from the comment um, and and doing all those things. That's the other reason why I think I rate this high because 
a lot of Bloodline, Judgment Day, AJ, like all these stories at the main event culminated this last moment, right? Which is what you want from a story. Your AJ sure. Styles story of not having the rest of your group out. So if his group doesn't come out, if DLC doesn't come out, Judgment Day doesn't jump him. So Judgment Day jumps him because they made that comment earlier because they're saying, yeah. hey, look, we don't we don't have any beef with you. That was our bad. Look, <laughs> as an offering, here's AJ Styles. <clears throat> we beat him up for you. You know, and then you have your business of Jimmy trying to get back into the bloodline and he doesn't win. (coughs) So what happens with that? And Solo was going to come in and take care of AJ, but he gets away. So that's where I think I'm I'm struggling with grading this is because of the story that gets told with all this. Right, and and I just want to point out Charles the Hammer Evans in the chat. I'm glad he said what he said because I'm not the only one that noticed that. (laughs) <laughs> he says AJ Styles has been hitting the weights like an OG general should. That's what I've been saying before, man. His arms, especially, and his shoulders and traps are way bigger than usual, man. I haven't seen, actually, as a matter of fact, I haven't seen AJ with such big arms like that before, man. It's kind of weird. But I like this new aggression that that's coming out of him. He should be pissed with his dopey-ass good brothers. Yeah. And me, him. And I like the good brothers, dude. I really do. But since they've been back in WWE, they've just been fucking... What, what the hell are they, bro? Well, that's what they are. They're just there to collect a check. And that's the whole bit. They're goose. Is, and they're goose. And that's the whole bit is like they're playing into that real life thing now. Of yeah. their goose and, their, and, the, and the bit and everything along those lines. So I like that kind of aspect of it. Again, these that's where I feel like the main event itself, match-wise, uh, yeah. the re- I would say if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be honest and separate, I'm gonna say the match is probably a C again. But having all the culmination of stories at those the payoffs, end like this, right. the all yeah. those payoffs. I mean, think right. about it. you had about three payoffs right here it's at true. the end of this match from throughout the story, right? You have three payoffs, and the show ends with three payoffs. When was the last time we got the payoff at the end of a SmackDown, Jimmy? For fuck's sake. And we got three <laughs> at the yeah. end of the show. That's why it makes me like judge this main event as like, eh, you know, a little bit higher. So that's where I'm at with it. But, you know, what about you, Jimmy? What did you think about this last part of the show right here? I agree with you. It's more the payoffs that matter. As far as the match goes, though, um, you know, it's funny. I felt like, how do I put this? Jimmy also, I thought, showed too much respect towards AJ. And you could see AJ was suddenly hitting me with a few stiff shots. Mm. Like, come on, kid. Like, you know what I mean? You can do better than that type of shit. Mm. But still, he didn't sort of take the bait, Jimmy, and just kept sort of like, you know, being careful with AJ. Maybe showing him too much respect. And I'm not talking about his story. I think that was legit. He just didn't want to like... I don't want to say he's nervous in this spot. Because really, I don't think Jimmy's ready. I think Jay kind of is, right? I'm not saying he's a world champion, though. He's not, mm. right? I don't think he's that type of material just yet. But they can build him towards something. Maybe an IC run. But Jimmy is just not ready to be in a main event spot on his own. He doesn't have the character or the charisma. Mm. Like, I can't take him serious, in other words, man. Because him, real life, he's very happy-go-lucky. He looks like he always doesn't take anything serious in real life. Even when he tries to be serious, he just doesn't look, you know, 
I just can't believe it. Whereas Jay is much more believable. But the match, really, you'd have to give it a C, right? Technically, everything was a C for me. So, yeah. you know, going by that, the show was a C, I guess. But I felt like the whole night, right, to be fair. And yeah, we did get the payoffs. That's why you'd raise, raise it to a B, right? But throughout the whole night, I just feel like everyone... There was some sort of energy missing, John. I, I can't put my finger on it. They just weren't... I don't know, man. It felt like everyone wasn't really in the mood and they were just there to turn up to work. Mm. If that makes any sense. And it showed, man, from start to finish. It felt like a hell show in some ways, bro. Other than a couple of payoffs. You know what I mean? Everyone was just yeah. taking... They were on cruise control, dude, the whole time. Everybody was just on cruise control and just going with emotions and doing what they got told to do. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's a shame because I want more energy. I want some energy, man. Yeah, I can see that. And that's a shame because Raw felt complete opposite. Now, I don't know if it's because, you know, all these wrestlers and what, what they've gone through the last couple of weeks or they're, they're, they're pissed that they're not in India getting a big payday. I, I'm not sure, but... Yeah, but are just, they? Like, fuck. I doubt it. I, honestly, no offense to India. To India I wouldn't want to even go to there. I wouldn't eat their food. You'd get sick. I, I can see me just vomiting, bro. Like, mm. I don't know. I know it sounds bad. And shout outs to my, you know, to our Indian listeners. But no offense, I can't stand your food, guys. Straight up. I hate curry. I hate fucking Papa Dums. I just can't stand their fucking food. I, fuck that. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm just saying, wow. I, I don't have to like... It's like the second largest country in the world and you just fucking alienated like a billion people. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. Sorry, not sorry, man. I just can't... I'm not down with their food, bro. Are you down with their food? Do you like Indian food? Uh, I mean, I'm... Look, I've I've had a few things and I think it's fine. But you got to remember, too, I also... I also grew up as a trash panda Cajun. So, like, I eat all kinds of random shit. So... Yeah, but Cajun food's not too bad. I mean, I'd rather that than fucking Indian food any day. Uh, I mean, look, I've had some good chicken tiki masala. Uh, look, I've had some good um, Samoa. You know, their Samoa is the the puff pastry the curry. You know, oh, okay, okay, right. Uh, you know, uh, like the little like pocket. You know, like the, yeah, isn't that a papa dum? Isn't that what that is? I thought that was a samosa or something like that. Um, samosa is Spanish. It's, oh no, no, you're right. No, no, no. It is samosa. No, 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 you're yeah, right. Because yeah. around the corner from my from my place, I actually saw it advertised <laughs> at an Indian restaurant. Literally, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, you know, uh, I think it was. Uh, I've I've had some you know, good buttered chicken before. Um, I've had like, buttered chicken too, but you know, and the, and I guess that's like for me. I've, I and I guess lately too. After going to Africa, I have been one to go. You've been like, to Africa? You yeah. went on a missionary fucking trip, didn't you? Yeah, I was. <clears throat> I went to help at a conference. I went with a oh, friend cool. a few years ago. We went to Ghana, and Ooh. so I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm normally a picky eater. I'm normally like, dude, I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> like, imagine what's a, anyway. Ghana. I've been to African restaurants, but. I assume Ghana food would be similar to French food since I speak French. Uh, no, it was English. Ghana what? is like, English. Ghana was an English colony. Uh, Nigeria. Oh no, I know, but they their their actual uh, language is French though. They speak French no. technically. No, they were uh, an English you sure colony. About that? Yeah, I, I was Jimmy. Up. I was there. I Ghana 
was one of the, it, it was in between two French colonies, but Ghana, Ghana was British. And so no, I know, but the language they speak, their everyday no, language, their everyday sure. language is English and African and, like, and Ghanaian. Like they have their own language. So trust me, Jimmy, they've got I was a lot there. of languages, bro. They've actually, you're right. I don't see no French actually, but they've yeah. I'm not even going to pronounce everything else. But there's a lot of languages. They're not French. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of Cameroon, bro. Maybe you think, oh yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff over there that's you know. Yeah, because it was it was in between like French colonies and shit like that. So like, okay, I don't know why I had that impression, but yeah, because you're fucking idiot and you don't listen. But that's (laughs) I'm good with that type of shit. Yeah, just argue with the guy who was fucking there and asked about their history and learned about it. You're right. Just do that. Just do that. All right, my bad. My bad. That's true. I'll take that on the chin. Literally, (laughs) fuck. That Uh, I'm an idiot for that one. No, but like after that, I've just been like, you know, I'm going to try this. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to be open with it, you know, because I, I know too, you know, one of my goals is, you know, uh, I want to go to Japan. And I'm on, I mean, the my goal is I want to travel with my son when he graduated after high school. One of our thoughts is go to Japan and go, go to Wrestle Kingdom and do that. Dude, or- if you go to Japan, I'll fucking meet you there, bro. Because I've been me- I've been meaning to do it too, man. We're That's talking about me. We're talking about going to wrestle. We're talking about going to. Uh, Let's wrestle fucking Kingdom. do it, bro. Let's do it, man. If give me. It'll be twenty twenty five. It'll be twenty twenty five because he has to graduate high school, which will be next year twenty. You know, next May twenty twenty four. You know what? So, I'll fucking join you, dude. I kid you not. I'll fucking plan that too. If, look, if that twenty twenty five is a good year to actually plan it. You know, that's, like you know, between now and then. Yeah. Like that's that's my goal. It was like, hey, let's 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 go do that, and um, you know, but or wherever he wants to go. I told him, hey, I know I kind of put this on you to go to Wrestle Kingdom, and, and oh man, I'd love to do that, man. That's and, what, I've and, I've been thinking about it for a few years now, John. Oh, it's really it's it's one it. of my bucket list things. I want to go to Japan in general. You know, if it doesn't right. have to be Wrestle Kingdom, but ideally, I would like to go for Wrestle Kingdom. But yeah. it doesn't have to be for Wrestle Kingdom. But the idea being that. Um, okay, cool. We can go, and that'd be fun. But hey, wherever you want to go, and then I want to be open to that culture because you learn about culture through food. You know, yeah, you can learn history and everything else. I won't but... lie, John. Their food would be tough to fucking eat, bro. I'll be looking for McDonald's or fucking. Where Japan? I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. You don't so do sushi? some of their soups. Oh, no, I do sushi and ramen and uh, ramen. Ah, uh, yeah, ramen's not too bad. But Udon, with, noodle soup. I mean, look, I, like, there's a. I, I don't think... like. I don't. I don't like the water. Like I don't like watery fucking noodles, man. It has to be dry for me, no matter what. Then mm. you're no. uh, fucking for weird, me. Cause... I'm picky, dude. I'm picky, man. Look. Like I like. I like. I like uh, Arabic food, for example. I like fucking Turkish food. I love Greek food. Um, maybe I'm biased, but to me, Greek food's the shit. Like mm. you know what I mean. But um, I like I love Chinese food, for example. But Japanese is just too, how do I put it, too uh, exotic for me at times, bro. Mm. Like it's like some of the shit they eat, man. I'm not thinking, ah, fuck, man. They literally eat anything live, like straight out of the water, bang. Like you know what I mean, puffer fish and shit. Like why the <clears> fuck? I mean, yeah, come on, bro. it's called sushi. It's fucking good. It's enjoyable. Raw shit. Like, yeah, I man. love it. Look, I look, I I have gotten to the point. It's taken me a very long time to build up to that point where I'm like, okay, cool. 
I'm going to try this. Like, I had to start with California roll, which has no fish. It has yeah, no yeah. That's, I haven't moved you know? beyond that, dude. I'm not going to lie. California rolls, bro. Tuna and avocado. Yeah. You know, like, I mean. Uh, it, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm also at the point where it's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, let's. Uh, uh, sorry. Um, let's, you know, let me, let me go to a Philly roll, right? Because it's cream cheese. I like cream what? cheese. Oh, Philly so roll? There's literally it, a Philly roll? I've never seen that. Yeah, so, um, it's got salmon and cream cheese and something else in it. And, you know, sometimes the salmon's cooked, sometimes it's not. But still, it's like, <laughs> okay, cool. I'll give that a try. And I didn't quite like it at first, but then I've gotten to the point now where, like, I've, I went to, look, Jacob and I and my best friend, Brittany, went to a sushi place uh, over Christmas and it was like 25 seats uh, in a U-shaped area at this thing. It's like a, it was like a traditional Tokyo like sushi place, right? Oh, and so each sushi chef, sushi, sushi, <laughs> sushi, sushi staff, staff, I know, I fucked it up, but fine. Right. Um, sushi. <laughs> uh, served four people because it was, it was like a bar stool area. Right, right. And a U-shape. And each sushi chef only had four people, right? So it was like me, Jacob, and her. And so he worked on us and we would just, they had a board of shit that got flown in from Tokyo, from the fish oh, market shit. to wow. eat. And of course, you know, you're spending money. Um, uh, Jacob I and I alone spent um, with with tip and everything three hundred three hundred fifteen dollars in sushi. No way, bro. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. All right, look, we did it. Three hundred. I mean, Man, that's it better be fucking grade A fucking food, bro. Oh, it was. It was. Fuck. It was. That's it expensive, was, dude. I'm not gonna it was, lie. It was. It was the best sushi. I've ever had in my entire life. And now really? it's like when you eat sushi somewhere else, you're going like, yeah, this is fine. It's good. That it's, good. It's, it's fine. But yeah, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I was you're making not, me hungry, bro. I, I was not upset at spending $315 on this. Like normally what? me as a person, I'm going, fuck, I don't want to like, I mean, him That's and Han over the car, bro. you know, on the yeah. car I just bought, and him and Han over this other car that I had to buy, and you know, with the yeah, the you've been and fucking spending, dude. You've been See, fucking... not because I wanted to, but because I had to. <laughs> like, well, one was I had the money for the first car with with Jacob, uh, you know, for to get me a car so he could have my truck. Um, but then the second one, not because I wanted to, but you know, and then I got so I, I mean, I I end up getting his car and I got it, and then now they're paying. I'm getting my. The funds transferred in from the insurance. They're giving me thirty-two grand for my truck because I yeah, already you told me that last time. So God, fucking thank God. Yeah. So so I bought his car for less than what they're giving me. So I'm you know it works out. Everything is kind of you know it doesn't mean I still haven't taken a little bit of a hit, but I'm I'm not like in dire straits per se. Right. Absolutely. You know. Sure, but you know if it's something good, whoo. You know, <clears throat> and Brittany. Uh, Brittany um, spent a hundred and something. So, like total, we were over four hundred and something dollars worth of sushi. Um, you know, for that um, night, because um, wow. she paid for her and I paid for mine. But if we would have combined ours, it'd been over four hundred dollars worth of sushi. Um, but it was worth it. It was like it, it's one of those things where like they bring you this stuff and it's it's raw fish and or whatever, or they'll do salmon belly where they sear it. You know, they take a blowtorch and literally sear it right in front of you. Um, <laughs> they cool. do all these things. Um, and look, 
Canada Spaceman. I understand. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime special moment, not realizing, by the way, that going, oh, shit. Like, so, like, this might be one of those things, like, Jacob decides to get married. Him and I are going to go there for, you know, food to, like, yeah, well, you know, major yeah, celebration. This is not, this, we stumbled upon it, and it became a thing, but then we realized, yeah, we're not ever doing this again unless it's an incredibly <laughs> special, life-changing moment. Like, if I win the lottery and get $5 million, wow. then, and I don't have to work ever again, I can work because I choose to, not because I have to, then guess what? I'm going to have a meal there to celebrate that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. As you should, man. I mean, I'm a bad spender with money, bro. I won't lie. Oh, I'm not. I fucking overspend, dude. Look, I try try to keep shit real on lock and and really, you know, on things. So it's like, even with the wreck and having to pay for things and not getting the payment right away, I still had money set aside and I had money ready to buy a car just in case for those reasons. I have money put away for stuff like that. That's good. So this is, I'm, I'm that kind of person. And I also understand my budget. Okay, this is what I'm paying monthly. This is what I'm spending. This is what I'm taking in. I'm not changing anything. Or I can make an adjustment here. I can lower my grocery cost this month. I can do this or that. I can make adjustments if I need to accordingly. You know, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that, hey, um, you know, it's 105 here. I'm keeping my house at 78 degrees because, you know, yeah, that's warm. But guess what? That's better than 105 outside. And I'm saving money in the process. And guess what? People are bitching about having $500, $700 electric bills. And guess what I'm paying? I'm paying $200 a month for... um, That's cheap, dude. For electricity, water, trash, and sewage. Because where the city I'm in... Yeah, we have a a co-op. So you get all those with the city. So you get one bill. So shit. Yeah, no. If I'm lying, I'm dying. For the last month... Since I moved into the house... (laughs) I had yeah. we, I had to figure some stuff out, but consistently for over a year, I've been like two two fifty, uh, you know, like low low twos, like two twelve to two fifty is my average price for what I pay for electricity, gas. Ele- I don't have gas, electricity, water, trash, sewage, um, all that for my entire utility bill. You know, because so, so they- I. I do that kind of stuff, you know. So they charge you per month, for example. That's how it works with, with, in the states. Well, for where I live in the city, so like it depends on where you live. So like you can go outside the city, you don't have city water, you know, but okay, you still pay yeah. for electricity, and so you're getting your electric to, electricity from somebody else, and then you can have you can shop your electricity, as they say, um, you know. Yeah. It, you know, you can you can have different providers or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but because the, our city, the city of Weatherford, has their own electrical department and co-op. So, like when you call for an outage, you're calling the city to come fix your electricity, not Encore or somebody else. Like the city has their own right. trucks for that kind of stuff and their own you know, trucks for sewage and everything. Because in all actuality, it does come out cheaper in the long run. You know, well, yeah, having that. And so it makes it look. It, there are times where I'm like, people are like, oh, I got this. I'm like, well, what are you keeping your house at? You know, like <laughs> they're like 70, 72. I was like, I keep mine at seventy eight, right? <laughs> because and I mean, it's crazy because I mean, I'm mean, here at work. I I mean, yeah, I'm. Do I love being cold? Yes, I do. So I drop it to sixty. I love sixty eight. Yeah. You know, seventy. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm dropping it like, work. because I'm not paying for it. Right. I'm not exactly. paying for it. So yeah, Come I'm on, use it. but when I'm at home. It's amazing, seventy to seventy-eight, the difference. But the amount of money I save, like, yeah, sure. Guess what? I run the fans in the ceiling. I run the fans <laughs> in all the rooms, Fuck and it. I find ways to do it. 
but I'm saving probably a hundred to hundred fifty dollars a month. You know, for sure, man. See here, the way it works, you got you pay every three months for you utility bills every three months, so it fucking builds up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I don't think we have a sewage bill though, man. Yeah. Do, so do like we get sewage bills, I don't think we do. It's usually with your water bill. It's at a it's a bottom yeah, line yeah. order. You know, water bill, yeah, it makes sense. It's, it's right. like I think my sewage bill is like ten bucks a month. Yeah, oh, really? I mean, yeah, it? okay. it, it's not it's not something like water and, and electricity are the big ones because you're using oh, those. Absolutely. You know, you know, sewage and gas, is just if you have gas. Yeah, which I don't. I only have, fucking wazoo, bro. The only gas I have is after Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> so, um, but like, oh boy. So for for us, it's uh, electricity and water because those are the high usage things. Sewage yeah. is flat and trash. Trash is the other one. Oh, um, yeah, trash is of course. Trash is like you know, like five or ten bucks a month or whatever. So, um, so it, it's one of those. But you know, but finding that kind of stuff to make it work, you know, that's the kind of thing. That's where like I have zero sympathy for like these writers versus the studios or when wrestlers want to oh, complain about river, this, you know, like all that bullshit. I'm like, you know, you guys realize that I'm living on 40 grand a year and I'm making it work. Raising a 17 what? year old child. No way, bro. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. kidding. No. 40 G's a year. That's it. That's You're and fucking guess what? the man, bro. You know how to fucking, I don't know how you do it, man. Look, Straight I know up. how to look. I don't look. So we went to, we went grocery shopping the other day. I went grocery shopping. I we go to sometimes if I don't go to a place called Town Talk, which is like a discount grocery store where you get right, stuff that's cool. like about to go out or you know ugly food yeah, that's or whatever. Like, yeah, it's called NQR. Not quite right. <laughs> yeah, which I love it. I, I shop initially. there all the time. I go there like for most of my stuff, and you get good stuff like from high end grocery yeah, stores. And I so I'm getting healthy and, and foods for you know pennies on the dollar. If I don't go there, I go to HEB, which is a Texas based grocery store. And a lot of their store brand stuff is way better. And they have coupons out the ass. Like, yeah. um, like you can, like, so, eight, and this is what I love. They have them in store, right? You can get, like, it on in store where you're getting all kinds of stuff, these yellow tags that are the coupons in store. They have a thing called a meal deal where, like, you buy this item and you get these six items for free to make a meal, right? Six. The, like, four to six items. Yes, it has been that way. Man, like here, I'm just, and, but here's the thing: they also have digital deals, and all those same deals that are in the store, they are on the on the app, right? No shit. So like, okay, so like for example, right here, like if I find coupons, like these are coupons that I find, and I clip them or whatever on the app, and then you, they scan that barcode, and it takes That's every it, right? coupon that you use, right? No shit. Yeah. So like, for let me let me show you what coupons look like. So everything that's in stores here, so you can get like there's over 700 coupons right now for this week into the month. That's awesome, man. But well, like we have coupons, but not like that. Yeah. So like this is the meal deal this month. You know, right here, oh, buy one awesome. get uh, buy one get three free for tailgating. Are they, they chorizos right there too, bro? So this is a HEB Select ingredient premium smoked sausage Texas size pack of a 28 Hell ounce, yeah. 28.5 ounce sausage pack. You get three items free. HEB select ingredient ranch style beans, HEB select ingredient uh, big chip, and uh, big chip nutty blonde or mosherie cookies, and HEB oh, select ingredient butter tortillas. 
So oh shit, you're getting all that for free for buying the and this is all HEB store brand stuff, and their shit at store brand is better than some of the stuff that's name brand. Like oh, shit, because they are in control of the quality of those products, and then so you're getting something for a dollar cheaper, and it's just as good if not better quality because they're having their hands. So like, but then this is a whole section of what they call combo locos, right? So you buy this item, you get it for free or whatever. Oh, they have a awesome, they have a hundred nine coupons like that, Jimmy. So like, I spent two hundred dollars uh, on groceries this past week with Jacob. This is I need some average, stuff. right? That's an average. It, sort for of, me, uh, it's a little bit. high, but here it's high. It is high, but you know. But I saved forty bucks in that aspect. So I didn't spend two hundred dollars. I spent what is it one sixty. You know, because I saved 40 bucks because I shop mostly only coupon stuff. Now, do I every now and then go in and grab something that's not on coupon? No, but I have the discipline enough to shop. When I go to that store, you're okay, a bargain hunter, basically, yeah. man. As you should be. Like, and then I go, should be doing and then we I'm have, the same when it comes yeah. to that. And then, we, and then, like, for my big need, like, so, like, paper plates, paper towels, um, toilet paper. Look, man, um, paper cups for me, bro. Yeah. Like for those kind of items or dishwashing detergent, laundry detergent, all that. Um, I have Sam's Club. I don't know if you guys have that there. Um, Sam's Club? Yeah. Uh, it's no. bulk warehouse, like Costco. Y'all have Costco? We've got Costco, yeah. Okay, so, Sam's Club. so Walmart did it first with Sam's Club. It's, you know, warehouse club where you pay a membership right. and go in. So that's Walmart version is Sam's Costco Club. Costco is here. awesome, bro. Just Costco's man. great. Especially Sam's the is the too, same man. thing. I think I will say this. I've had both. I've had both memberships. Sam's paper products and everything like that are better than Costco's. Costco's really? food is better than Sam's, I think, a little bit. Do we have a Sam's D? It's like Costco. We don't. Walmart. Do it. Yeah, it's, it would. I, I mean, y'all have Walmart. Y'all have Walmart down there, right? Yeah, but it's called Big W here. Okay. Yeah, it's Hungry Jack. Thing, but... It's not Burger King, it's Hungry Jack. Right. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's Burger King, but because there's the what happened with Burger King is that there was already a Hungry Jack, so it was a burger joint here mm. first. Hence why. And they, they even changed back to Burger King for a while. Then they got six to the X. Okay. God damn it! There goes my internet again. Yeah. yeah. Basically, they were Burger yeah. King, and then they had to go back on to become Hungry Jacks because of the OG Hungry Jacks that I've never seen right. in my life, bro. I don't even know where these hung. What? No. Yeah, it was Hungry Jacks, and they became Burger King again, and then they went back to Hungry Jacks. Yes, uh, that's what I'm explaining. <laughs> So yeah, what? Is, so what and, and Red, he's saying carries a big purse, has Ziploc bags, and grabs all the free samples. I do grab all the free samples at Sam's Club, Ziploc and bags. I do carry. It's not a purse; it's a giant uh, cooler bag. So if I get my freezer and cold and refrigerator stuff, they can carry them around, keep them cold while I'm shopping, and then when I make my way back home. Um, ah. So anyway, so Canada Space Man, fuck yes, you, <laughs> fuck you. I know how to make shit work. <laughs> Anyway, it's almost three hours long. We need to wrap this show up. Wow, um, is that a record, dude? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I've enjoyed this show tonight, yeah, bro. It was a good really, show. Really, I really have. So, money tips with John and conspiracy theories <laughs> yeah. with, I mean, okay. All kinds of fun stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy T, tell the people where to find you on the internet and all that fun stuff. Well, you can find me right here every week on the Smack Attack with my good boy and my good brother, 
in John Enright and obviously Chris Hands, who's not here with us at the moment. But uh, please for subscribe that, right here. For that Sorry. back alley colonoscopy from some random guy. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That yeah. felt like so long ago now. <laughs> the colonoscopy. See, I can't even pronounce it properly. How do you say it? Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Right? Is that, did I say that? There we Col go. And it's a Greek word, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. Yeah. The cooler. But anyway, yeah, please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks. You get the best talk in all of wrestling, not just with us two, but also Stevie Richards. You know, the Ayatollah himself, Bin Khamin, Vinnie Roo, Vince Russo, Stevie Ray, Stevie Richards. Uh, I know I'm missing Big Ray Hernandez, The Vet, you name it. It's all right here at channelattitude.com. It's only five bucks. Also, please like and subscribe at hamminmediagroup.com where you can find all our affiliate shows including John's, you know, the Academy show. I know it's on fucking hiatus right now, but again, Triple D, stop being a malaka and get back into the fucking show, please. Or else. Yeah. Because Lower Decks just dropped this week, thank God. Just, just call him a malaka, say you're a malaka, Triple D. Stop touching the donuts. Hello there, boy, said Dimitri. I said, I said, hey man, where are you, Jim? Basically, or Dimitri, anyway. Uh, also, like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com where you can find all our other shows. And if you want to follow me, you can on the X at DJ Mass Effects, and you can follow us also at the PWC Network. I know I hate that name, dude. And that's a wrap from me, dude. And thank you, everyone in the chat. You guys have always been a good laugh, as per usual. They were gone a Especially long time ago. Retro. They were oh, gone a they? long time ago. Oh, I, shit, I'm, they have too. I, I'm showing zero viewers right now, so. Um, no shit. Are we on? T <laughs> wow. Well, I don't blame him, dude. We went over three hours. Let's be I honest. I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> we fucking went. We went big. Well, we Retro is still here because he said Malaka means fuck it. Yeah. Malaka means jerk off, really, Retro. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what a Malaka is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like you. Oh. Yeah. Richard, well, you're a dead set Malaka, bro. That's right. <laughs> but ladies and I'm gentlemen, joking. thanks for being here as always uh, for the show of the people. Oh, media. We, we Suddenly put they're popping media, up, bro. We put Media M5 to sleep. Let's go. Hey, Media M5 had made his debut last week on the PWC Network, actually, John. Yeah, funny enough, he's done a few shows. Hey, yeah, even yesterday on yeah, the Extra. Okay. So yeah. I saw that. It's good. It's pretty good, yeah. man. So, but ladies and gentlemen, well, thanks for being a part of your show. It's your show. It's your show. Not my show. It's your show. Uh, the it show is. of the people, by the people, for the people. The only show on the PWC in the Hobby Media Group that is of the people, by the people, for the people. Um, uh, so, welcome, or no, goodbye to the Smack Attack. We hope to see you next week, as always. And... You all deserve back pay for this week, but next week, mm -hmm. when we go into it, what will we see? Will AJ Styles be bereft of the OC? Will the OC become a major power? Will Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits become the Suit Profits and take over SmackDown? <laughs> will the Bloodline just show that they've been waiting in the week, in the reaches, in the wait for everybody to come out and prove their dominance once again? Ooh, we don't know. Intriguing. Who knows where we're going to go ahead of. But come in next week and we'll guide you through all the things of the world and everything in between. Plus a little bit of wrestling. So until that time, ladies and gentlemen, stay cool, stay safe, and stay awesome. And peace out.
Asuka making it pretty clear what she wants. And I've been asking. Oh, geez. Stress isn't even a word, Us. Last week, I was told by John Cena, the wrong Uso brother quit. On top of that, I was told by little brother Solo, you ain't out the bloodline unless we say you out the bloodline. OG, nobody told me anything about being out the bloodline, so guess what? I'm in. What we doing tonight? AJ, what's the strategy? First of all, Solo is not here tonight. And, and, and the, the tribal chief is is not here, but 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 always of course. but always represented and, and 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 technically right. If you're not out, then you're in. But there's in, and then there's in. I'm in. But but but, 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 but you're not in until the tribal chief says you're in. And he, he he did offer you a house, and the car, and the and and and, and, and the yacht, and you. you know, I, I I I understand how. Listen. Do yourself the favor. You handle AJ Styles' business tonight, and I'll handle Jimmy Uso business with the Tribal Chief. And before you know it, Jimmy, I'll bring this family back together. Yeah? We the one. It's been stress, OG. I am. You know. Okay. It's true. I got you. have enough problems in your life before you decide you want to tangle with me. Oh! Ow! What do you think you are, huh? AJ, I, I, you got zero cloud around here. I'm so... So... Handle that AJ style business, huh, OG? Yeah. Call Roman Reigns. Myself and Austin had one of the biggest victories in SmackDown history. We beat Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio and his stepson Santos. In fact, that means we're the only tag team on the roster who's undefeated. And realistically, the greatest tag team of all time, if we decide to be, right? right you guys really gotta be proud of yourselves. I mean, obviously you're a fan favorite. telling me maybe if she's not sick of you go tell your mommy and while you're at it tell her I said hi let me talk to you <laughs> who's who's the referee that helped LA Knight beat the Miz oh that's right the greatest of all time John Cena
the man that I be. Yeah. And who's this? L.A. Knight, the megastar, who I've actually already beat as well. Yeah. And Grayson, let me ask you, at only 26 years old, already have became a two-time United States champion, Austin Theory. Yeah. And then L.A. Knight, you've, uh, you... Well, you've just been here. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you're here because soak all this in. Take in that 15 minutes of fame. Because when I'm done with you, the Miz ain't gonna waste his time. God, you guys are cute together. If, if you're done boring everybody, why don't I show you incels how to do this? Who's this guy to my right? A mushmouth moron. Yeah. yeah. Who's this guy to the left? A cross-eyed half-win. Yeah. yeah. But I tell you what, if you two crotch goblins want to come on up and get served, we can make that happen right now. Because TD Garden right here, TD Garden stands on Legend's Way. Legendary way, Austin Theory, at just 26 years old, you can get your keister kicked tonight with everybody saying, Yeah! No one but Dodd, especially in that AJ Styles, is gonna put their hands on the wise man. And you shall handle this after you tell me Who's being traded to SmackDown from Raw? You can keep asking the same question over and over again, but you know as well as I do that those decisions come from the highest level. So if you heard on Monday from Miz, you heard tonight from me. Make the match. It's me, it's Miz. If he wants to get his chin checked one more time, he can do it. How about next week? I think we should do it next week. Yeah. Then you can consider that official. Yeah. And we are, we've never been formally introduced. My name is Paul Heyman, and uh, I, I, I'm a huge admirer of your work. Really? Yeah. See? You see what I did? It's catchy. I get it. These t-shirts and everybody says it. I, I love it. And, and, and let me help you out another way. Um, the next time the guy outside the door tells you that I'm in here, doing business, do yourself a favor and knock first. Are we clear? Yeah. Now, Senor Money in the Bank call, as you've mentioned, will come across to SmackDown as a tag team champion. Look was at made. This. Ridge Holland now legal for the Brawling Brutes, and around we go. Yeah, the powerhouse, Ridge Holland. Look at Ridge. This rugged roughneck. 
Look at this again. Rigs the fridge, Holland. Tag made. With the mangy mud butch. How do you plan to, to go against someone as unorthodox like this? Yeah, make sure you've got all your shots. Just changes the pace of everything. Such a unique offensive style. Shining Wizard rocks the jaw of Finn Balor. Tag champions are rocked here as Butch making a con. Butch now with a off. Butch is rolling. And now again running interference is Dominic. Dirty Dom, cut! Balor <laughs> from behind! Finn Balor! Butch still alive again! Oh, Sling Blade! Maybe not for long. There's the fire in the eyes of Balor, drop kicking Butch into the corner. In the drop zone now. Finn Balor, looking for Kuda Grass, out of harm's way is Butch. Crucifix combination. Shoulders are down. Balor out just in time. Oh! Step up in Zaguri. Finn answers with the overhand kick. Butch looks rocked here. Tag made to Priest. Butch has got the wobbly legs. And Damian Priest may capitalize and take him on a trip. Oh! Butch got the kick. Butch stunned Priest with a kick. Here comes Holland. With that rugby tackle, and going back for more. Hustling up, Senor Money in the Bank. Oh, the wherewithal of Balor, though. Priest, catch it. Oh, what an elevation. South of heaven. And maybe one more for good measure on the Brutes. Finn from the top. Judgment Day. Out now, lining it up. Oh! Forearm to the outside, rocks Jimmy Uso. AJ and Silva, of course, the issues from last week. AJ knows to tread carefully after having experienced the physicality of Solo. Just seven nights ago. AJ lining it up yet again. Here it comes. Phenomenal forearm. Scouted well by Jimmy. AJ has Jimmy Uso where he wants him. Knee right to the back of the neck. That could be it. Cover for AJ Styles to get the victory now. And Jimmy kicking out. Notice how the wise man simply placed his oh! hand in front of the enforcer and Solo stood still. Yeah, just that silent, that, that, that silent distraction. Cross Styles. Notice all the offense now from Jimmy is being focused over to the bloodline side. So Solo and Heyman can get a first-hand look at what Jimmy Uso is doing to AJ Styles. They say old habits die hard. You can see Jimmy trying to make eye contact with Solo. And Solo not moving a muscle. I think it's safe to say that's the wise man pulling the strings right now.
Solo turned his back on his brother AJ Styles made them both pay. Rolling here. Can he finish off Jimmy Uso? Jimmy was shocked that Solo didn't get involved when AJ was at his feet. Styles now. Phenomenal forearm. Quickly in for the cover to put away Jimmy Uso. And if you're Jimmy Uso, all you can say is, oh no. Here's your winner, the phenomenal AJ. Luckily for Styles, he was able to get out of the ring before Solo entered. The way, Damian Priest, the Judgment Day attacking AJ Styles.
WC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.